and they didn't get the block, but Ferry fields it at the 34. 35, 40, it's a block, 45, midfielding down the roof. Oh, he's got it on me. 30, the 20, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go flag down the field, and Ferry brings it all the way. Is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and Z925 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z925 Sports Guy, Ted Fatel. Well, greetings again, everyone. You are listening in live tonight from scenic Mark O'Donnell Field here in Elsie, Michigan, as the Ovid Elsie Marauders will take on the Corona Cavaliers for the first time since 2002. It's the regular season finale, as both teams want this one very badly. We're coming to you coast to coast, live on Z92.5, Z92.5.com, TuneIn Radio, and Three Point Podcast right here on the Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network. The opening kickoff and start of tonight's game is right around the corner. But first, take a close listen to Bart Matthews and our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Well, thank you very much, Ted, and a big thanks going out to our sponsors, Aldermans and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Bex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Dr. Dennis Hoffman, Fast Eddie's, Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacob's Insurance, Journey Federal Credit Union, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Mackenzie and Crosby, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Postal Connections, Signature Ford, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And, of course, the drive of the game brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight will be brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the uh, the latest show immediately following tonight's game. Yeah, definitely tune into that. We definitely had some Michigan, Michigan State, and Detroit Lion talk on the latest episode of Three Point Podcast. While we're here at O'Donnell Field in Elsie, and it's the renewal of the series that began all the way back in 1966 when Ovid and Elsie merged as a couple of schools or a couple of schools merged together to form one. In that first matchup in 1966, Corona won 26-0. to nothing. Of course, they had a great team in 66. Nick and East on the sidelines for the Cavaliers. And then Mark O'Donnell coaching Ovid Elsie picked up a little revenge the following year, 25-6, to and the rivalry had begun. Nick and East had eight wins compared to three for Coach O'Donnell, but it was always hard-fought contest when Corona and Ovid Elsie did battle. Both teams suffering a little bit this year on down years. Ovidelsi comes into the game three and five overall, three and four finishers in the Mid Michigan Athletic Conference. Duran down the Marauders last Friday night, twenty six to eight. Cooper Beard led the way with hundred yards on seventeen carries. Quarterback Aaron Hurst was ten of twenty three in the air for hundred yards. And on defense, 
Shane Loins had 13 tackles and Justin Moore 10 stops. Corona, on the other hand, fell completely apart at home, taking on Linden in a crossover Flint Metro League matchup. Linden drilled Corona 63 to 27. The Cavaliers coming into tonight's game now two and six. They were two and three finishers in the Metro League. And how about this guy? Had to be player of the week in the state of Michigan last week. Eagle quarterback Colby Colmesher had a huge night, accounting for nine touchdowns, 29 of 35 in the air, 486 yards, and five TD passes. He ran it in four times and probably went to the homecoming dance afterwards or something. I don't know, but what a night, huh? Uh, just an incredible stat line right there, huh? Yeah, we don't see that, that defense is open to rebound after that performance. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I'm sure the Cavaliers worked on defense this week. On offense, quarterback Peyton Norton had 200 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Nick Steinecker, six catches for 127 yards and a TD. And on defense, Gabe Bombshin and Porter Zeman had nine tackles each. So we're going to have a stat that really sticks out right there, Ted, is Steinecker. Yeah, they got, mean, got the ball to you him. You know, six they're times. starting to get the ball to the big guy, and uh, probably a lot of those were some of those 50 50 plays. I mean, just a great natural advantage with this guy, and I'm expecting a breakout game again tonight from him. Well, the field is in perfect condition. I mean, it's nice to be here late in the season, as you mentioned, walking in because the sun is already set. We've got a beautiful sunset over directly opposite us here on the west and it's a nice night for football and I, like i mentioned this is the first time these teams have met since 2002 in that game corona picked up a 46 to nothing win over the marauders we'll have more pregame and more information for you here including the starting lineups but take a listen to the following messages from our great advertisers your number one Ovid LC Marauder fans, Auto Owners Insurance, and the McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Call the McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency tonight at 989-224-2479 or visit McKenzieCrosby.net. McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency your independent auto owner's agents. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection, so you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers, plus take advantage of their easy financing program with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. They work for many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, well, one more, one more. Because yeah, I want to talk about Fast Eddie's because they're teaming up with Fuel Jewels and they're going to be donating a portion of the proceeds for the month of October to Breast Cancer Awareness. Fast Eddie's, they also do preventative maintenance like transmission and coolant flushes, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, and headlight replacement, and much more. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for great fall savings on their quality products and services. With 16 locations throughout Michigan, there's one near you. Fast Eddie's is a name you can trust. Well, it's parents' night here at uh, Ovid LC and uh, the Marauders and all the cheerleaders getting introduced in front of the crowd here. Ovid LC will wear the blue uniforms tonight. 
solid blue helmets, navy blue jerseys and pants trimmed in gold and white. Some Marauders will receive tonight. Corona won the toss and elected to defer, so the Marauders will start for their head coach, Travis Long. Dylan Taylor, a sophomore at one tackle, the left tackle on the right side, another sophomore, Tyler Bancroft. They're very young on that offensive line. At left guard will be freshman Kevin Lee. At the other guard position will be Lewis Johnson, a 5'10", 210-pounder. Snapping the ball will be Keegan Orms. He's a junior. At one wide receiver will be Kyron Henning, and on the other side, Alex Eichenberg. In the backfield will be Cooper Beard, their leading ground carrier. He's a senior, just under 700 yards and 10 touchdowns, so we'll be calling his name a lot here tonight. At the other running back position will be Justin Moore, and Shane Loins will get the start at the slot back. Ten catches on the season for 140 yards. Defensively for Corona, they'll run four men up front. Nick Steinecker will be at a defensive end position, six foot seven, 215 pounds. On the other side will be Ty Anderson, Aiden Buckley, and Alex Schwab inside tackles. The four linebackers will be Peyton Norton and Scout Jones. Inside backers, Porter Zeman and Wyatt Kriego. Porter Zeman with 72 tackles. And in the secondary, Jeremiah Davis and Tucker Woodruff will be the cornerbacks. Hunter McCorkle will be the safety for the Cavaliers. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fattel. And right now we're going to send things back to the studios for a short message. Copy variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. The station serving Corona Perry, Nelson, Fowler, Alma, Breckenridge, and a little bitty piece of Lexing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. Awesome, yeah. C92.5, The Castle. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. The 92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. It's time to get back. No, not to school. Back to bowling at River Bend Bowl. All leagues are forming right now and space is filling up quickly. River Bend has weekly leagues for bowlers of all ages. They have senior leagues, ladies leagues, Tuesday morning and Sunday mixed doubles. Open bowling all week long and cosmic scotch doubles are always a hit. Be sure to mark your calendar as sign up for youth leagues is Saturday, September 14th. River Bend Bowl is proud to support local youth athletics to strike out drugs and spare our kids. Call 743-5870 or stop in today to find the league that's just right for you. River Bend Bowl is the perfect venue for a celebration. Whether it's holidays, birthday and office parties, group outings or a fun bowling party for the family, River Bend Bowl will make your event truly special. You can get all the details on Facebook or call 989-743-5870. So don't miss out. Leagues are forming right now at River Bend Bowl, 1001 North Shiawassee Street in Corona. Well, welcome back to O'Donnell Field. The teams are making their final adjustments here before we get this one going. As I mentioned, it will be Ovid Elsie receiving the football here, and we'll start off on offense. Any final thoughts before we get this one going, Bart? 
2002. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what's surprising. You know, uh, what I'm looking for tonight, I, I, I think that uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier. I think Steinecker is uh, due for another big game. But a uh, couple of really evenly matched teams. And uh, we talk about it sometimes. Styles make fights. I mean, I'm looking for a really interesting game tonight. Uh Hoping for four full quarters of action as well. Yeah, let's hope we have a good one here. No, no reason not to. Similar records, rivals for sure. And, uh, you know, we're going to settle back and see what this one has in store for us. Corona wearing the white uniform tops, black pants, and gold helmets. They'll kick off from our right to left. They'll defend the north goal here at O'Donnell Field. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Patel. Sit on back enjoy this one for a couple hours or so. We'll follow up this broadcast with another edition of Three Point Podcast. So it will be Fisher Morris to kick it for Corona. Boots it down. Short kick towards the far sideline. Bounces a couple times. Picked up at the 15. They throw it back across the green over to Loins. He has a couple blockers. He's got a few blockers in front of him. The 30, the 40, midfield at the 40, down the near sideline. The 30 finally run down by the kicker, Fisher Morris. But how about that? A little trick play to start things off. Last game of the season, you got that one in your back pocket, and Travis Long says, let's throw it out there. Well, Aaron Hurst, the quarterback, he had it. He fielded it at about the 10, came up to about the 15, and says, hey, what? We're going to throw it transcontinental over on the other side of the field in front of the home bench. And Loins brought it down the near sideline for an electrifying kickoff play. Yeah, I don't know who it was that made that touchdown-saving tackle, but wow. That was the kicker. Great job of chasing him down there. Yeah, kicker. Real cool play, though. So it'll be Hurst out of the gun. Gets it over here this way. It's Cooper Beard on the carry. He's their leading ground carrier on the season with just under 700 yards. Brought down that time by Tucker Woodruff, the cornerback, along with Scout Jones over there. Second down and seven. Ball at about the 21-yard line of Corona. Ovid Elsie with a great play on the initial kickoff. They'll send Shane Loins over (laughs) on the far side of the field. Aaron Hurst takes the shotgun snap. The lefty throws one down the middle. It is knocked away at the last moment by Hunter McCorkle. Hung in the air just a little bit. Yeah, thrown into double coverage as well. McCorkle and Kriego, uh, great job defending that by uh, McCorkle. Yeah. That was intended for Justin Moore coming out of the backfield. So third down now and about eight for Ovidelsi. First time these teams have played since 2002. Hard to believe. Seems like yesterday when Steve Herrick was the head coach of the Cavaliers. Here is the handoff. It goes to Shane Loins around the left end. Good pursuit that time by the Cavaliers. Strung it out nicely. Looked like the first one there was Wyatt Kriego getting a start at linebacker tonight. Yeah, great penetration by Kriego and some great pursuit and a negative play right there by the Marauders. So the Marauders' offense has stalled a little bit here, but they're in four-down territory. It'll be fourth and eight from the 21-yard line of Corona. No score here early on from Mark O'Donnell Field in Ovidelsi. Play call comes in off the bench from Travis Long. Fourth and eight. Ovidelsi breaks their huddle. They'll send a couple of players over on the far side. Cooper Beard, the lone back. They fake it to him. Play action across the middle. Nice pass complete. Looks like that machine loins on the reception. Takes it inside the 10. At about the 5, McCorkle finally brings him down. 
Nice pass that time by Aaron Hurst, the six foot, 285-pound senior. Just under 500 yards passing on the season. I wonder if he gets credit for a, some passing yardage on that kickoff pass. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. So first and goal now, Ovid Elsie. They have it down to about the two-yard line of the Cavaliers. First out of the shotgun. High snaps up in the air. He runs it down, and then the Cavaliers come across the line and bring him down. Peyton Norton, the first one there for run along with Nick Steinecker. Loss on the play. High snap that time out of the gun. It'll be second down and goal to go from the four-yard line. Ovid Elsie trying to knock it in the north end zone here. Their initial drive of the game helped out by about a 60, 70-yard uh, kickoff return combination on the transcontinental pass. Aaron Hurst gets the play call from the sideline. Second goal from the four. Beard line up to his right. They'll have a flanker to the left this time. Hurst sends him in motion at us. They fake it to him. Hurst keeps it himself, takes it into the end zone, but we got a penalty flag flying at the line of scrimmage from the back judge, and I think we're going to get an illegal block or hold here coming up against the Broaders. So hold on to everything as Gary Kane and the referee says holding against the Cavalier or against the Marauders. It happened over on the far side of the field towards that part of the line, but a real neat little play right there with that fake handoff. Yeah, faked it to the slot man, and then Hurst kept it himself up the middle, took it into the end zone, but it sends it back 10 yards now. So it remains second down and goal from the 14-yard line. 9.05 to go here in the first quarter. No score over at Elsie and Corona. Hurst, three backs with him now. Play action. He faked it to Beard. Throws a pass out in the left side. Caught and then dropped out of bounds. Let's see if they count the pass and say it was a fumble afterwards. Went out of bounds. Yeah, great hurry up right there by Peyton Norton. Quarterback against quarterback on that play. Looks like Jeremiah Davis might have been in there defending in on that tackle for Corona. Third down and goal. The ball inside the five-yard line of the Cavaliers. They put it down at about the three. Eight and a half minutes to go in this first quarter. Ovid Elsie received the kickoff, trying to knock it into that north end zone. Hurst takes the shotgun, keeps it himself, gets around the right end, puts the head down at the goal line, in! Three-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Aaron Hurst, for the Marauders. And Ovid Elsie team draws first blood and a beautiful block by number 24 cooper beard to free up hurst great scoring drive right there by ovid elsie and a capping it off with a great block so a three-yard run by quarterback aaron hurst puts the marauders on the board Boy, I tell you what, you know, we love going to Wilman Field and obviously at Corona at the Nick, but this is one of my favorite spots to be for a football game, kind of the sunken field here at Ovid mm-hmm. Just a great setting. Here is the snap. The kick is up, and it is just good. It barely made it over the crossbar and barely made it on the right side of the upright, but it's good. So Ovid takes a 7 nothing lead here on the castle over Corona. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. 
Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round, and they're licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at farrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Hey, there's nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans and Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock and on sale. Hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Aldermans on M13 and Lennon, proud sponsor of high school sports, online at aldermans.com. Well, Jackson Thornton will kick it off here for the Marauders. Hunter McCorkle deep for Corona. Here's a high end-over-end kick fielded over here by Fisher Morris. Gets a block, crosses the 30, the 35, and then is gang-tackled at about the 37. So for Corona up front, they'll have Mike Daniels and Ethan Ford at the tackles. The guards will be Alex Holmes and Alex Schwab. Snap of the ball will be Jacob Lloyd. Nick Steinecker will be one wide receiver with 24 catches on the season. Gabe Bombshin will be on the other side. He has some electrifying speed with a 95-yard touchdown run against the Owasso Trojans. In the backfield, Fisher Morris, Nick Yarmuth, just under 500 yards and three TDs, and Wyatt Kriego and that quarterback, Peyton Norton, 65 out of 149 in the air, just under 1,000 yards, 10 touchdown passes. He'll put Steinecker over on the far side. Two wideouts over here this way, out of the shotgun. Fisher Morris goes in motion, gets the jet sweep around the right end, gets the 40-yard line, gets midfield, gets a block, gets the 40, the 30 down the far sideline. He has a convoy, the 10. Touchdown, Corona. No flags on the field. 62-yard run for the Cavaliers. And Fisher Morris gets the Cavs on the board. Well, it's going to be one of those kind of nights, partner. <laughs> well, Morris having the speed to get that one outside and uh, just great blocking by those Cavalier receivers downfield. Just keeping the blocks going all the way down the field, and Morris was untouched because of that. Yeah, he had three blockers in front of him that never even had to touch anybody. Yeah, it was just a train. Bad defensive play there by the Marauders, without a doubt. So it'll be Corona lining up in the swinging gate formation here on the conversion. They'll have the option to go for the two or kick it. Let's just see what they decide to do. Little, little conversation looks like the referees are going to have here. I'm not sure what this is all about. <laughs> Kevin Bass wants a booth review. Is that what it was? Oh, we had a ref that went oh. down. Okay. It's like he pulled a hammy. Yeah, he's going to rub some dirt on it. So the referee, other referees are saying, hey, we're going to have to. Uh, hey, they've got the trainer out looking down. at him. Yeah. Yeah. Stretching him out. Hopefully he'll be okay. I mean, Gary Kanan can do it all. Eight minutes to go. One-man crew, really. <laughs> Running in that swinging gate. They snap it back. It's bobbled on the field, and that was completely botched. But uh, the Cavaliers on the board. 7-6, Ovid Elsie hanging on to the lead. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. 
So from the young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet, Cadillac, and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet, Cadillac, and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Keep up with everything uh, MHSAA on social media. Look up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, we still have eight minutes to go in the first quarter. Seven to six. Ovid Elsie on top of Corona. We got one referee down with a with a leg injury. He's down in the far sideline, still on the ground. Fisher Morris will kick it off here for the Cavaliers. Kick towards the far sideline again. Cooper Beard lets it roll, goes out of bounds. So it'll be Ovid Elsie with the ball from the 35. Cadwalder, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Saved by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car. With no problem, auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. 200 West Exchange in downtown Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance. A proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. Well, former Mid-Michigan B opponents, Ovid Elsie and Corona renewing their rivalry. 7-6 to six the score. Looks like we could have a good one here. Aaron Hurst out of the shotgun for the Marauders. First and 10 from their own 35. Bobbled it a little bit, and then he's going to be brought down in the backfield. Just lost the hand a little bit, and the Cavaliers came across. Steinecker was there. Also, Norton in on that tackle for the Cavaliers. Yeah, that's the second time tonight that there's been a bad exchange with that uh, that snap. And well, that recording, one, those is, uh, recording those is sacks. Yeah, that one you had to give it to Hurst. I mean, the yeah. snap was right there in his midsection. Yeah. He just kind of bobbled it. Maybe had a little bit more mustard than he was expecting. They'll have a flanker to the left now. Yard loss on that. Here's a shotgun. Hurst inside trap play. It comes. Nice trick play right there. Yeah. That was nice. Breaks a tackle. Now we're going to get a penalty flag. I'm not sure, but it looked like it could be possibly a face mask or maybe a horse collar. Norton in on that tackle for the Cavaliers. Referees huddling up. Nice run by Shane Loins. He's a he's an outstanding athlete, an outstanding student over here at Ovidelsi. Key member on the basketball team when we get to the hardwoods. They're gonna pick up the flag. So the play will stand. It'll be first down now. Ovidelsi. Ball at the forty seven yard line, their own forty seven. Hurst. Six foot two lefty. Man in the controls here for the Marauders this what? season. Like the last game of the year when they start just throwing out the trick plays that they haven't used yet. Yeah, might that as well. Cool. Neither team going to the playoffs, so use them tonight. Hurst, play action again. Goes to the air, throws a nice ball over here to the sideline. Bottled Ooh. but caught by did Justin Did he complete Moore. the process, Ted? I think he did. Took a hit by Hunter McCorkle, who 
knocked him out onto the track here, but another nice delivery by Aaron Hurst. A good catch by the senior wideout, Justin Moore. So that'll move the chains again inside the 30-yard line at the 29. This portion of the game brought to you by Aldermans and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, and CLH Insurance. Rodgers will send loins in motion. They fake it to him from the slot, and it's the quarterback, Aaron Hurst, keeping it himself, tucks it under, takes it upfield for about a three- or four-yard gain. In on that tackle for the Cavaliers, Matt Wise. McCorkle also helping out. Yeah, that's a real nice play for the Marauders right there, faking that sweep and tucking that ball in and running it upside. Yep, four-yard gain on that read. Second down and six yards to go for the Marauders. Ball at the 25-yard line of Corona. 7-6 OE on top. Hurst hands it off to Cooper Beard straight up the middle this time. Not much real estate there for him to maneuver. Cavalier defensive line does a nice job stopping him. Looks like 65 was in on that tackle. Mike Daniels. Also Porter Zeman at the bottom of the pile. Zeman, Cavalier leading tackler on the season with 72 stops. Third and four coming up here for OE. Holding on to the one-point lead. This Castle Game of the Week, Ovid Elsie and Corona, brought to you by some outstanding sponsors. You'll hear their messages throughout the night. Looked like there was some movement on the line of scrimmage, and finally the referees blow the play dead. The false start goes against the blue and gold. So five-yard walk-off will go against Ovid Elsie. Third and nine coming up here for the Marauders. Yeah, that false start really putting Ovid Elsie into a bad spot. I mean, still two-down territory right here. So Hurst comes to the sideline, gets the play call. Big play coming up here for the Marauders. Third and about nine. Ball at the 28-yard line of Corona. They'll spread the field here with a couple of wideouts on the near side. Loins in the right slot. Here's the shotgun snap. Back to throw, gets a little pressure, dances away from it for a moment, oh. passes up here to Loins, caught, takes it down the sideline inside the 10-yard line. Well, the defensive back that time made a calculated risk and got burnt. The cornerback on this side of the field went up for the ball but misread the jump. Yeah, great job by uh, Hurst in the pocket, too. He had a couple of different Cavaliers shooting at him from two different directions, able to sidestep both of them. Yeah, Hurst bought some time. And it was a nice pass, but a really nice catch also by Shane Loins. Oh, he had yeah. to keep the concentration with the DB flashing in front of him. First and goal from the seven. Hurst out of the shotgun again. He has Cooper Beard to his right. Going left to right. Beard gets the call. Goes back to the outside to the five. The two. Touchdown, Ovid Elsie. Seven-yard run by Cooper Beard. Well, on the last Ovid Elsie drive, Cooper Beard had that huge block to Springhurst. A little bit of payback right there. A seven-yard run by Beard. All of a sudden, 13-6. to six. And neither team playing a lot of defense right now. Well, Corona's making, a do, making them do it in more than one play, though. <laughs> That's true. So, <laughs> you know. Thirteen to six. Ovid Elsie on top. They'll 
attempt the kick here. Henning will hold it. Jackson Thornton will attempt the kick. No, they fake it. Pass goes up to the end zone, and it is incomplete. I like it, though. Yeah. So it falls incomplete, but Ovid Elsie holds on to a seven-point lead here on Z92.5 over Corona. You think Coach Long has four trick plays a quarter? I think he might. It's <laughs> going to be a fun night. Check out the three-generational look at sports and pop culture by subscribing for free to Three Point Podcast. Ted the Sports Guy, Matt Burns of ESPN, and Jared Fatale of Fox 17 bringing their lively and interesting hot takes every week. Find the show along with the Z92.5 game replays on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast sites. Hey, do you know that Gilbert's is mid-Michigan's largest appliance dealer? Bigger than those big box stores. In fact, you can view over 200 appliances in their showroom and with nearly 700 appliances in their local warehouse, you can pick up your appliance today. Gilbert says a fully trained expert service department and delivery is always available. Shop online and get their best price deal at gilbertshardwareandappliance.com. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, 113 Main in downtown Owasso. Well, Jackson Thornton will kick it off here, and he uh, he replaced a very good kicker in Evan Morris, who is now playing for Mark D'Antonio and the Michigan State Spartans. He has gotten some action earlier in the year, but I think right now he's a backup kicker. And what a weapon he was on oh, both sides of the ball. What a leg. Offense, defense, special teams, and just a special special athlete. Well, Thornton kicks one off to the five. Here's Hunter McCorkle takes a shot. Oh. Brought down by Alex Wilson in the open field. So McCorkle will feel that one tomorrow, but the Cavaliers with the ball. So defensively for Ovid Elsie, <laughs> they'll start Cooper Beard at one end along with Justin Moore on the other side. Moore is a pass rusher. Six sacks on the season, ten tackles for losses. Inside tackles, J.R. Ackles, Zach Miller, and Lewis Johnson. The linebackers, Kyron Henning and Tyler Bancroft. And in that umbrella secondary, Jacob Schaub. Eddie Evans and Shane Loins and Logan Thompson. Thompson, a freshman. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter from Mark O'Donnell Field in Elsie. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fattel. Gorgeous George back at the studio, keeping us on the air. So it'll be Peyton Norton, the quarterback out of the shotgun, fakes it to his slot back, throws a pass out to that slot back, Fisher Morris, but it's incomplete. Heavy pressure put on there by Justin Moore. Second and ten coming up here now for the Cavaliers. Looks like the referee that was shaken up earlier is walking along the far sidelines. Got a little hitch in his giddy-up, but uh, we may see him back in action. Walking it off. Yep. Tape it up. Tape it up. Get on out there. Do we have a flag here? Roughing the quarterback. That's an interesting call. I mean, it was looked pretty clean to, from here. But it'll go against Ovid Elsie. So roughing the passer. First and ten, the Cavaliers. They have it at their own 34-yard line, trailing it 13-6. to six. Just under four minutes to go here in the first. Three wideouts on the far side, one this way. Here's the snap. I'm not sure if the refs were quite ready yet. So they'll finally put it down and try it all over again here. Like I said, trips on the far side. Trying to go on right to left as we're looking at it here. Wearing the white uniform tops. 
They'll hand it off to their halfback trying to get up the middle, and the Marauder defense just pouring through that line of scrimmage. First one there and on the hit, number 34, Colton Sutliff. Yeah, Yarmouth was trying to find a hole between guard and center, and it wasn't there. Decided to kick it outside, and about four different marauders pulling him down. I'm not sure the Cavaliers blocked anybody on the line that time. Second down and 12. Crona with it from the 32. Three wideouts on the far side, one this way. Norton back to throw. Has time. Down the sideline here to Bombshin. Incomplete. Oh. No flags. Pretty good coverage there. Some face guarding, but didn't look like there was a lot of contact. Yeah, Eddie Evans able to turn around just in time to keep that from being a flag situation. Really nice yep. coverage. Bombshin started out with a step. The ball was maybe a little bit underthrown, but he did have one-on-one -on -one coverage. That's incomplete. Brings up third and 12. Crona at their own 32-yard line. Looking to the sideline for the play call from head coach Kyle Robinson. Three wideouts on the far side. We got one over here. That's Bombshin. He has the pink socks on in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Norton back to throw out of the gun. Looking to Bombshin again over the middle. It's caught and then dropped. Let's see if they give him a completion. I don't think either ref had a very good no. view of it. There's a far, far referee saying, yeah, he had it. A great catch if it turns out to be a catch in heavy traffic. Yeah, I right think they're going to give it to yeah. him. I don't know if he completed the process. I'm not. That. I'm not sure either. But the referee said he caught it. Absolutely. And the ground caused the fumble, and then he Bombshin was able to fall back on it. So the Cavaliers will take it. They have it in Ovidelsi territory now. First and ten from the 47. Two wideouts each side of the field now, going right to left. Norton throws one up. It's caught. Hauled in that time by Wyatt Kriego for about a four or five yard gain. Cursed in on that tackle. Second and five yards to go for the Cavaliers as they give him a little forward progress to the 40 yard line. And coming off of that late hit, Peyton Norton's starting to feel it here. <laughs> Three wideouts on this side, two on the other side, empty backfield. He'll send a slot man in motion this way. They fake it to him. Norton keeps it himself, puts the head down, crosses the 40 to about the 38-yard line. J.R. Ackles in on that hit along with Justin Moore for the Marauders. Norton pretty close to the first down right there. Yeah, we'll call it third down and a couple here for Corona. Ovidelsi leads it 13-6 to here, two minutes to go in the first quarter. Here at beautiful Mark O'Donnell Field. Wishbone, first time for tonight. It's handed off to number nine, Scout Jones, into the ballgame. Stacked up at the line of scrimmage, maybe even lost a yard. Noah Gagne in on that tackle, along with Kai Henning. So it'll be fourth down and two from the 38 of Ovidelsi. The Cavaliers going to go for it. Out of the bone. Norton up under center now. Takes it. Does a quarterback sneak. Surges forward. Did he get enough? It's going to be close. You know, it's funny you brought it up earlier this year. We haven't seen a lot of the chains coming on the field for measurements. No. I don't know if we've seen one all season long. They're looking it over. Now, oh, he looks like he's... Referee says bring out the chain. So while they do that... Take a listen to this. 
Mercantile Bank understands that your life includes much more than banking. From large and small towns to fireworks, football games, and parades, you make this slice of Michigan a wonderful place to be. Mercantile Bank loves being part of your town and is excited to help build a thriving local community. They thank you for all that you do to make the area of the Mitten such a special place to live and do business. Mercantile Bank, a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle, member FDIC. So chain gang sauntering out onto the field. 13 to 6. Ovidelsi on top and just enough for the first down. So the Cavaliers will get a first and 10. Right from this angle, it looked like uh, it, was, it wasn't even close. It looked like Norton was more than a couple of yards past the marker. But uh, bringing out the chains here, and uh, yeah, you got it by where they spotted the ball. I guess is where what counts, right? Exactly. So it'll be Corona with it, first and ten, trailing it by seven. First quarter winding down here from Ovid Elsey. He's got a running back to his right, sends Hunter McCorkle in motion to the right. He was going to throw that a That looked like a halfback option, didn't it? But the Marauders had well covered downfield. And McCorkle brought down for a big loss. Cooper Beard was the first one there for the Marauders. So you called it, man. The coaches have some of these trick plays. Might as well use them tonight. There's no game next week for them. So second down, about 18 on that eight-yard loss for Corona. Gabe Baumschen over here on this side of the field, joined by a couple other wide receivers. Nick Steinecker, the big six-foot-seven receiver on the other side. They take the snap. Here is a straight handoff to Nick Yarmuth. He's hit right at the line of scrimmage. J.R. Ackles was there. Also Zach Miller, the nose tackle. That might be the final play of the first quarter as he takes it to the 45-yard line of Ovidelsi. It'll be third down and long coming up here for the Cavaliers. Doesn't really matter which way they go because there's absolutely no wind here tonight right at the moment. Perfect condition for a high school football game at the end of October. But we got a quarter in the books. 13-6. Ovidelsi leads it over Corona in the renewal of this longtime rivalry. Be listening for the drive of the game tonight, brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following tonight's game. Well, we got a quarter in the books here. 13 to 6, Ovid Elsie leads it over Corona. Kind of what we expected coming in. We knew it was going to be a pretty good, hard fought game, and so far, hasn't been disappointed at all. Yeah, always fun when you can actually watch actual football. Uh, two competitive teams throw the record books out. This is a lot of fun. Love watching some of these trick plays. Some of them work, some of them not so well. Yeah, well. Might as well throw them out there. And of course Why not? High risk, high reward. Game started off with uh, the opening kickoff. Ovidelsi received it. And uh, their quarterback, who was in there on the deep team, Aaron Hurst, fielded on the far sideline and threw across the field pass, found Shane Loins, and he took it upfield for a big gain all the way inside the 30-yard line of Corona, led to their first touchdown after that. 
13-6, Ovid Elsie on top. Corona looking at third and about 19. From the 45-yard line of Ovid Elsie. Peyton Norton flushed out of the pocket. Tries to roll to his left, oh, but it's man. finally hauled down there. Colton Sutliff in on that tackle for the Marauders. Yeah, great uh, great penetration right there by the Marauders, and that's exactly what they did right there. But uh, that O-line didn't do Norton a whole lot of favors there, did no, they? No, it didn't. So fourth down, Crun will be forced to punt it here. Try to play a little field position if they can. Shane Loins will go deep here for the Marauders. He'll go back inside the 10-yard line now. High snap. Morris gets it off just in time. End over end. Wobbler over this way. Bounces at the 25. Takes a Corona roll inside the 20 and then down at the 19. So the Marauders will have it first and 10 from their own 19, leading it 13 to 6 right after this. The insurance business is like football. Jacobs Insurance has added Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company to their team. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. Jacobs Insurance, the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you're paying a lot for auto insurance, get a competitive quote today. Visit Jacobs Insurance on M21 by Home Depot or online at jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Aaron Hurst out of the shotgun from his own 19. Throws a flat pass out here this way. Caught. Kai Henning hauls it in. Finally brought down by Jeremiah Davis. But I like the way this Hurst throws the ball. He's got a nice delivery, doesn't he? Yeah, it looks kind of a little different coming from a, a southpaw right there. But he slings it. Yeah. Like a three-quarter delivery right there. A little bit Kenny Stabler-esque. Yes. Second down and three. Running back to the right, or to the left, rather, of Hurst. Hurst stays in the shotgun. He'll hand it off to that running back. Good huge, huge hole the right there. Eddie Evans on the carry. Takes it across the 35 to about the 41-yard line. Steinecker was there and on the hit along with Tucker Wood Woodruff. Boy, it's good to see these two teams battle it out again. I mean, we got another ref down. Is that the? Yeah. Either that or his shoe came off. I think a little bit of both. Bit of I both, think he yeah. got hit hard. He got knock did knock his socks off, but it did knock a shoe off. <laughs> 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 Looking for volunteers to get out there where the stripes the MHSAA would like to recruit more. That's for sure. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic <laughs> Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. A couple of his buddies helped him up. <laughs> knocks the grass off. Yeah. Makes the dream work. Oh, boy. He's still hurting. Yes, he is. <laughs> Here is Cooper Beard with the sweep around the right end. Puts the head down. Oh, running hard. Running on a mission. And a couple of Beard and before that, Eddie Evans, both of them just real nice downhill running backs. Yeah. Peyton Norton in on that tackle, but a nice eight-yard gain that time by Cooper Beard. Over 700 yards rushing on the season. He came in with 10 touchdowns, make it 11 when he scored with 4.05 to go in the first. It's 13 got, to 6, OE on top. I got him four carries for 19 yards and a touchdown, almost five yards a carry. So three running backs back out of the shotgun. Hurst play action. 
Rolls to his left. Throws a little swing pass out here. It's complete. And the receiver is finally knocked out of bounds. Alex Eichenberg. Porter Zeman there on the tackle for Corona. And that'll be a first and ten over Elsie. Well, I've talked about this rivalry before, and I'll tell you what, this is a real nice league that Ovid Elsie plays in the Michigan Athletic mm-hmm. Conference. You know you've, you know how I stand on it. I'd love to see Corona somewhere down the line become a part of it. The only drawback that I did see in some of my research is Corona is quite a bit bigger school with 612 students coming in with all the other schools in the 300 and 400 range, but still good matchup. Here's Cooper Beard with a run on first down. You know, it's interesting, 600 students. I mean, are, are the other schools still considered Class Bs? Yeah, well, some of them. And, you know, you got New Lothrop well, in the yeah. league and Byron. They're the smallest schools with uh, 342. And New Lothrop's the smallest school enrollment-wise with 307. But it's just a darn competitive yeah. athletic league for sure. Except for Lakeville this year in football, boy. Oh. They are on hard time. Well, they held a couple of teams to only two points. Yeah, on the forfeit <laughs> rule. <laughs> Here's the handoff. The ball carries. Defense, Dennis. Defense. That's it. Steinecker in on the tackle that time. Of offense line. was so good, they didn't even let the other offense on the field. <laughs> right. You know. But the thing I've always looked at with this league is, I mean, you got the natural rivals of Durand, you know, uh, Montrose, Ovid Elsie, Chesanine. I mean, I just miss those old mid-Michigan B-leagues, but could be wishful thinking, but it would be cool to see down the road. Third and three coming up here for the Marauders. Ball inside the 35-yard line. They'll send two wideouts on the far side. Hurst will send a man over here this way and Kai Henning. Looks over to the right. It's up in the air and incomplete. Looks like that was good coverage there by Porter Zeman who put the hit on the receiver who took his eye off the ball for a moment. And it's incomplete. Brings up fourth down in three. Ovidelsi holding on to a 13-6 lead. This big play being brought to you by Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Fast Eddie's, Farrell's tree trimming and removal, Gilbert's hardware and appliance, and Graham's accounting. And that incompletion right there was Aaron Hurst's only his second incompletion of the night so far. And that uh, ball was right on the money, too. Yeah, right now, six for eight. I can total up the yards here in a second, but it looks like he's pretty darn close to 100 already. Well, Travis Long wants to call a timeout, talk things over. So, Elsie with a timeout, they are hanging on to a 13-6 lead with the ball right now. Fourth down, coming up in three. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years' experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels like soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to 1130. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. So fourth down and three. 
Over else he'll send number 82, J.R. Ackles, on the far side. Comes in motion this way. Cooper Beard gets the call, gets a block, puts the head down, and should have first down yardage and more as he comes down the near sideline. Good second effort by Cooper Beard there. Yeah, just a real patient run right there, waiting for his blockers to get out in front of him, and then he starts to be able to uh, put on a head of steam. Basically ran over Tucker Woodruff on the way to that first down. Yeah, and it was, like you said, perfect timing. I mean, you put the hand on his blocker's hip, just kind of followed him in the hole. Good patience. First and ten, Ovidelsi. They'll have the ball at the Corona 18-yard line. The Marauders lead it 13-6. to six. They'll send Loins on the far side, joined by the tight end over there. Beard to the left of the quarterback, Hurst. They'll send him in motion to the right. Hurst keeps it himself, breaks a tackle at the 15, puts the head down at the 10, runs over a man, and is knocked out of bounds at right around the 5. Good hard run by Aaron Hurst. Porter Zeman finally brought him down. Also in on the hit, Peyton Norton. He's hard to bring down for a quarterback, isn't he? He is. He was fighting off a couple of tacklers there. I should say shrugging off a couple of tacklers. <laughs> Ovid Elsie coming into the game with three wins on the season. Corona with two. Both teams trying to get a good taste in their mouth here at the end of the season. First and goal from the five-yard line. Ovid Elsie with the ball. Hurst takes a quick snap. Inside trap play. It comes to loins around the right at left end and just ran out of room over there. Nick Steinecker was there to shove him out of bounds along with Porter Zeman. Yeah, it looked like a trap play, and then he kind of kicked it outside. Yeah. A little bit more trickeration again. Uh, just not a whole lot of room for Loins uh, trying to go south. Well, I think it was intended to go inside on yeah. that trap, but it was a lot of traffic in there, yeah. so he decided on his own to take it outside and just ran out of real estate. No gain, second down and goal from the five. Loins will line up on the right side. They'll have Kai Henning over here this way. Hurst. Has Beard to his left. Hands it off to him up the middle in the Cavalier defensive line. A great job that time stacking things up. Yeah, there were Cavaliers on uh, on him right before even he, he was handed the ball. Looked like real Ty good, Anderson. Real good penetration by the, uh, the Cavs. Yeah, Ty Anderson was there on the hit along with Alex Schwab. Again, no gain. Third down and goal to go. Ovid Elsie with a 13-6 lead and the football. Trying to knock it into the south goal. Perfect evening for a regular season finale. Keep it locked here on the castle. Monday morning we're going to tell you where we're going to go in our first round of the playoffs. Our second season begins. Here's the snap. First back to throw over the middle. Incomplete on third down. Had a man open for a moment, but it's incomplete, and it brings up decision time for Travis Long. Kai Henning was the intended receiver. Uh, right around now is when you start to really miss your All-State kicker. Well, they're going to send in uh, this year's version. Jackson Thornton will come in to attempt the field goal. Aaron Hurst will snap it. Kai Henning will hold. I tell you, Thornton's not a, not a small kid. <laughs> He's not... No, no heights or weights listed, but, man, got some good size on him. Comes the ball right in the middle of the field. What's it put down at about the 11-yard line? So a 21-yard field goal attempt here for Ovid Elsie. Here's the snap. It's down. Kick is up. Looks pretty good from here. And the referee agrees. 
So the field goal good, and Ovidelsi takes a 16-6 lead here over Corona with 5.46 to go in the half. But health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the MHSAA, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. <coughs> what if everyone cared like family? At Memorial Healthcare, they understand the power of compassion and are committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers you can trust. People who know you as neighbors, because this is more than helping patients. This is family. With 26 satellite offices located throughout Chiawassee County and several surrounding counties, including Saginaw, Clinton, Ingham, and Genesee, you can find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Here's Thornton's approach. The kick, low, short one, fielded by one of the Cavalier up guys, Dave Staple. Staple brings it up to about the 42-yard line, so Corona will have it in good field position on that short kick. I'm not sure if, if it was intentional or not. I don't think it was because you might as well go for a true onside kick right. if you're going to kick it like that. Assistant coach Chris Robinson gives the kicker high five. Tell you what, what a standout he was. Probably the, the greatest high school running back in our area I have ever seen. Pearl. Yeah. A couple of back-to-back 2,000-yard -back rushing seasons and led the Marauders to the state championship in 2008 where they came up just short for Jerry Goosen. Here's a sweet play, and the ball carrier that time, Nick Yarmuth, brought down for a loss. Yeah, that one there was just kind of... Took way too long to develop on that. Yarmouth's got some speed, but wasn't able to capitalize on that play. Turns that into a loss. Good job by the Marauders of stringing that one out. Yeah, they haven't been able to utilize that speed at all so far tonight. Second down and 14 on that four-yard loss. Peyton Norton sends a man over on the right side. Wyatt Kriego. They'll pitch it over to Yarmouth again around left end. That time he puts the head down, breaks a couple of tackles, and makes it a third down and manageable coming up here. Logan Thompson, the frosh, in on that tackle coming up from his safety position for the Marauders. Boy, that's a rarity, you know, to start varsity football as a freshman. So Corona now looking at third down and four. Ball at their own 48-yard line, trailing at 16-6. to six. Norton will send a man in motion this way. Quick pitch, it comes over here to Yarmouth, gets a block, puts the head down. Going to be close. I'm not sure if he got it or not. You got a little better angle maybe. I think he might be about a half. No, referee yeah, said he got it. it there. <laughs> a real nice spot right there for the Cavs, first yep. down. I'd say it was a friendly spot for sure. <laughs> So, but it'll be first and ten. Corona, they have it in Ovidelsi territory now at about the 47. Nick Steinecker will line up here on the near side of the field right in front of the Ovidelsi bench. Three wideouts on the far side. Empty backfield here for Norton. He'll keep it himself, takes it up the middle, breaks one tackle, puts both arms on the ball, and is brought down right at the 45-yard line. And a little scrum going on down there in the pile. 
Sutliff in on the tackle. It looked like Norton might have got eye gouged. Yeah, he's definitely maybe lost a contact, but I think you're right. He definitely got something got inside that face mask. I can't remember what I read that it was. I don't know if it was in the Michigan game. I think it was the Michigan game that Shea Patterson got his eyes yeah. gouged underneath the pile. I, I'm not sure he ever did make it in the end zone, but the Wolverines got the call. Big game tomorrow for them. Tomorrow night, man. I'm going to be a couch potato watching college football tomorrow. Here's a pass out on the far side. Complete. Fisher Morris hauls it in just on a little swing pass. Peyton Norton comes over to talk to the referee. And I don't know if he wants a little breather or what. Third and three, Third and three coming up here for Corona. Ball at the 41-yard line of Ovidelsi. Good game here this evening. It's moving right along, too. Yeah, this is turning into a nice little drive for Corona. Four down territory, I would believe. Norton takes a snap. Uh-oh. Oh, it's on the field. Fumbled, and Norton comes back. Never got into the midsection of Yarmouth. Norton came back. Good heads-up play to fall on the ball. Yeah, Cooper Beard just speared him right in the thigh and broke up the exchange right there. Yeah. Real nice penetration, and he's hard hit. He is. He's a tough kid. Well, what was looking like four-down territory, the Cavaliers going to be forced to punt here on fourth and ten from the 47-yard line of Ovidelsia. They're lined up in the punt anyway. See a lot of the farmers in the area out coming in from the fields right now. Here is Morris, the punt. Fair catch signaled for, but they let it bounce, and Corona will down it at somewhere right around the 12 or 13-yard line. So two minutes to go in the half. Ovidelsi holding on to a 10-point lead over Corona, 16-6. Mid-State Sales and Service in St. John's has the outdoor equipment you need to keep your yard looking its best and the power to get the work done fast. Make sure you have the gear for fall cleanup with a new chainsaw or leaf blower at great sales prices. Get ready for the first snow with a a new Simplicity Snowblower with up to a $75 rebate on select models. Financing available. Mid-State Sales and Service, M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-State Sales and Service, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. Here's Ovidelsi with it. Cooper Beard gets the call up the middle, gets about four or five. In on the tackle for the Cavaliers, Mike Daniels. Porter Zeman also in on that hit. Got Beard four. starting to show himself as the workhorse of this uh, this Ovid Elsie offense. Yeah, he has been their go-to guy all season long. As we mentioned, he came into the game just under 700 yards. He's a very solid running back. To the right of the quarterback, Hurst now. Takes a snap. Beard gets it. Takes a step left and cuts back right. And gets about three or four. Nick Steinecker in on that tackle at the bottom of the pile. Also Porter Zeman. Also in on the hit, Scout Jones. Jones having a solid season defensively for the Cavaliers. 70 tackles on the season. Down to a minute to go here for the first half. 16-6 OE. Ovidelsi and Corona, former members of the Mid-Michigan B Conference, finishing it up this season. Glad to see this game back on the schedule. A lot of great folks over here in the Ovidelsi area. Great hospitality, as always. Had a nice remote tonight from Modern Woodman just down the street. Here's Hurst rolling, throws one up in the air. Oh, dangerous, but <laughs> caught again by Floyds. 
Again, the Cavalier defensive back misread it. That ball was up for the pickings. And the defensive back jumped too soon and misread it, and it falls right into the pocket of Shane Loins. Yeah, and some great pressure on Aaron Beard, but he's able to dodge out of a couple of tacklers and then almost a weird-looking jump pass right there. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know how Loins pulled that one down and able to get some great yards after the catch, too. Well, Hurst clocks the ball. Ovidelsi still has two timeouts remaining. So it'll be second down and 10 coming up here. The ball at about the 38, and the Marauders looking to maybe put some more points on the board. Only 27 seconds to go in the half, but he's got the arm. He can get it downfield in a hurry. Marauder band congregating on the opposite side of the field here. They'll entertain the crowd here in this regular season finale. Just a great setting for a high school football game. Hurst out of the gun. Getting a little pressure, and he is sacked. First one there, number 65 for the Cavaliers. Mike Daniels, Nick Steinecker was there also to help out. So it looks like Ovid Elsie just might run the clock down now and go to the locker room with a 10-point lead. And that's the first time that Hurst wasn't able to beat that Cavalier blitz. Uh, That looked really nasty. It did. But that will be the last play of the first half here. Good, hard-hitting game, as you would expect. Corona and Ovid Elsie going nose-to-nose. How are we doing on our spots here, buddy? We're in good shape? Well, good. Well, we'll be back in about 10 minutes here to the stadium. Just a reminder, the score here at halftime, it's Ovid Elsie 16, Corona 6. And you're hearing it all live on Z92.5. It's time to get back. No, not to school. Back to bowling at River Bend Bowl. All the leagues are forming right now, and space is filling up quickly. Riverbend has weekly leagues for bowlers of all ages. They have senior leagues, ladies' leagues, Tuesday morning and Sunday mixed doubles. Open bowling all week long, and cosmic scotch doubles are always a hit. Be sure to mark your calendar as sign up for youth leagues is Saturday, September 14th. Riverbend Bowl is proud to support local youth athletics to strike out drugs and spare our kids. Call 743-5870 or stop in today to find the league that's just right for you. Riverbend Bowl is the perfect venue for a celebration. Whether it's holidays, birthday and office parties, group outings, or a fun bowling party for the family, Riverbend Bowl will make your event truly special. You can get all the details on Facebook or call 989-743-5870. So don't miss out. Leagues are forming right now at Riverbend Bowl, 1001 North Shiawassee Street in Corona. Heading to college this fall? Take Journey Federal Credit Union with you. Not only do we offer private student loans to help fill the funding gap that federal aid leaves behind, but current members can take their account with them. We offer online and mobile banking, so you can access your account anytime from anywhere. Use the free mobile app to make loan payments, complete account transfers, and even deposit checks, all from the palm of your hand. Plus, Journey FCU is part of the co-op ATM network, so you can enjoy surcharge-free access to other co-op ATMs across the U.S. and Canada. Not a member? 
not to worry. If you live, attend school, work, or worship in Clinton, Gratiot, or Shiawassee County, stop by a location near you and start your journey today. We have three convenient locations, St. John's, Fowler, and Ovid. Stop in today or visit us online at journeyfcu.org for more information. If you prefer, give us a call at 989-224-9511. See Credit Union for complete details. JFCU is federally insured by the NCUA. serving Shiawassee, Clinton, and Gratiot Counties, C-92.5, The Castle, WJSC, Ashley Owasso. This is Mark Palmer, Superintendent of St. John's Public Schools. Thank you, sponsors in Z-92.5, The Castle, for supporting our High School Student of the Week program. Here is the St. John's High School Student of the Week. Senior Sam Halid and Senior Lexi Hicks. Sam is a member of football and track and field teams, also a member of student council, NHS, and BPA. In his spare time, he likes to play football and Pokemon Go. His definition of success is accomplishing the goals that he has set for himself, regardless of the outcome, as long as he gave his best effort. Sam says his most memorable high school experience was making playoffs in football, and his role model is his grandpa because he told him if he has a positive outlook on life, everything will find a way to work out. After graduation, Sam plans to go to college to study business. Lexi is a member of Competition Theater, Track and Field, Marching Band, and Choir. Her free time she likes to spend with her friends and dogs. Lexi says her role model is her grandma because she has taught her what it means to be brave and hopeful. If she could travel anywhere, she would travel to Australia to experience the beauty. Her definition of success is becoming truly content with yourself, and her most memorable high school experience was the band trip to Hawaii. After graduation, Lexi plans to go to Michigan State to study journalism. Congratulations to the St. John's High School Students of the Week, Senior Sam Halid and Senior Lexi Hicks. C-92 by the Castle would like to thank Young Chevrolet of St. John's for sponsoring the St. John's Student of the Week. Tony Young here from the Young family with Chevrolet Stores in Ionia, St. John's and Owasso. We're going to continue our grand opening sales event for our new location in St. John's with Chevy Truck Month. That's right, unbelievable deals for Chevy Truck Month. Here's some of them right now. Let's talk 2020 Silverado Crew Cab four-wheel drive. You could save up to $11,000 on a brand new 2020 Silverado Crew Cab four-wheel drive or lease this vehicle with no money down starting at just $286 a month. That's right, $286 a month for a full-size Silverado full crew cab. That's four doors, four-wheel drive, and it only happens from the Young family in St. John's, Owasso, or Ionia. 36-month, 10,000-miles year lease to well-qualified GM buyers. Plus tax, title, state fees, and document fees. GM discount, lease loyalty required. See dealer for all the details. Chevrolet, find new roads. Family affair, not always automatic, and dotting the map. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. They're celebrating the school's first golf title at North Point Christian in Grand Rapids this week. The Mustangs breaking away on the second day of last weekend's MHSAA Division IV Lower Peninsula Girls Golf Finals in Battle Creek for a five-stroke victory over two-time defending champion Harbor Springs. The title had a family feel to it. Sabrina Langerak led the team in scoring with an individual third-place finish. Sister Hannah figured into the team scoring and their dad, Brian, well, he coached the team. Sabrina's performance, however, took a big second-day turnaround. 
Um, yesterday I was swinging a lot, oh, really just too fast, and I was putting, missing a lot of putts and stuff. And then today I just like took my time a lot more, and I thought about my putts a lot more. Harbor Springs' Jackie O'Neill took top individual honors at the meet in a playoff. You can read more about the girls' golf finals on the second half page of the MHSCA website. Our game balls this week go out to Brimley senior Austin Plotkin, who won his fourth individual cross-country title at the Upper Peninsula Boys Division III finals on Saturday, becoming the first male to do so in the UP and the second in either peninsula. And to the boys' tennis team at Ann Arbor Greenhills, which scored 39 of a possible 40 team points as the 2018 Lower Peninsula Division IV champions moved up this year to win the Division III crown. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Today we're going to talk about one of the biggest rule difference areas in high school football from those rules used in college and pro games, and that deals with the automatic first down. When watching the college game on Saturday or the pro game on Sunday, all of us know there are several defensive fouls that give the offense an automatic first down. However, under high school rules, the opposite is true most of the time. The only high school fouls that result in an automatic first down for the offense are the roughing fouls. Roughing the passer, the kicker, the holder, and the long snapper. Fouls such as defensive pass interference or any other personal fouls do not bring an automatic first down under high school rules. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSCA website now to register. Sunday at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports Detroit Plus, the qualifiers and pairings for the 2019 MHSCA football playoffs will be announced. And as always, here's a few pointers from our playoff primer to get you ready for the games. Think of your team as one dot on a map of 32 teams. Your dot is placed in a district first and then a region. You have to play your neighbors first, just like any other sport. Your dot might even have a line drawn between it and a dot from another neighbor. But it's needed to help fill out a district somewhere else. And that could literally take the two of you down different roads to the finals, just like any other sport. As the journey progresses and the distance between your dot and other dots widen, remember, there's no neutral sites to go to the first three weeks of the playoffs. And even at the semifinals, sometimes a site may be a shorter distance to one dot than another. But that could be because of the availability of a site willing to host, or the fact that your dot didn't have to travel for three weeks and the other dot did. And that dot might have an even longer trip to the finals if it wins. So as the playoffs approach, the most important thing you can do is simply support your dot, your team, in a sportsmanlike manner, and don't worry about the rest of the dots. So join us at 7 on Sunday night on Fox Sports Detroit Plus, the Fox Sports Detroit website, or Fox Sports Go for the Selection Sunday show. And afterwards, switch over to the MHSCA website to review all of the first-round pairings.
You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Ed Arthur at Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial invites you to celebrate with a tailgate block party this Friday before the Ovid Elsie Corona football game. Come out starting at 4 p.m. for free hot dogs, a pulled pork slider, cake balls, and fun. Wear your favorite team gear and show your support for our local student-athletes. The Lions All-State Band will also be holding a bake sale fundraiser. The whole family is welcome during this community event. Fall is here, and it's a perfect time to talk to Ed about your financial goals and planning. Join the Elvin Elsey Corona Tailgate this Friday, starting at 4 p.m. Z92.5, the Castle Sports Guide, Ted Patel, will be broadcasting live with Castle Prizes, too. Ed Arthur at Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial is located next to Simpson's Greenhouse on M21 in Ovid. Just look for the extra parking sign. Come ready to say hi to all your friends and neighbors. Ed Arthur is a proud supporter of our local communities and students and wants to thank you for your business. Look for Edward J. Arthur, Modern Woodman of America, on Facebook. When you think of going to the dentist, do you think about pain? Pain doesn't have to be part of your dental experience. Dr. Dennis Hoffman utilizes the most advanced techniques available, including pain-free injection techniques. That's right, your dental experience can be pain-free and gentle with the help of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Enjoy family-friendly, anxiety-free dental appointments in a state-of-the-art facility with the latest technology. We offer all phases of care, including braces, cosmetic dentistry, root canals, implants, and gum disease treatment. We'll give you tailored professional care to meet your individual wants and needs, with payment options to suit your budget. Initial consultations are free. When it comes to your dental health, choose the experience and expertise of Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Dr. Hoffman provides a steric system for crown placement. This innovative 3D technique is less painful, more convenient, and can be completed in one visit. With Velscope screening, oral cancer can be detected and treated at the earliest stage possible and may save your life. With the latest advancements, you can experience pain-free injection techniques. Contact Dr. Dennis Hoffman, 103 Front Street in Ovid. Call 989-834-2298. That's 989-834-2298. Or visit drdennishoffman.com. Get a free consultation. Put your best smile forward with Dr. Dennis Hoffman. We are ready Well, welcome back to Mark O'Donnell Field here. It is, it is halftime, 16-6 to 6 over at Elsie on top. This part of halftime brought to you by Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, Journey Federal Credit Union, Three Point Podcast, KP Auto Body, and Mars Furniture and Mattress. Well, good half of football, especially for the Marauders, as they lead it by 10. Oh, else he jumped on board after taking the opening kickoff, getting great field position on a, a throw across the field on the return. Aaron Hurst capped off the drive with 8.20 to go in the first quarter on a three-yard run. PAT was good by Jackson Thornton, and it made it 7-0 Ovid Elsie. Credit, though, right back on the board, first play from scrimmage after the kickoff. 62-yard run. 
by Fisher Morris. PAT, though, was no good, and Ovidelsi held on to a 7-6 lead. They followed that up with four minutes to go in the first quarter, a seven-yard run by the workhorse, Cooper Beard. Two-point pass on a fake was no good, but Ovidelsi held on to a seven-point lead. And then with 5.46 to go in the first half, Ovidelsi stalled deep in Corona territory. They sent the field goal team out, and Jackson Thornton kicked it through the uprights from 21 yards out, and that brings us to 16-6. to How about first-half stats, Bart? Well, right now, uh, Ovid Elsie uh, leading not just on the scoreboard but on the stat line as well. 185 total yards, including 88 yards on the ground, of course, being led by Cooper Beard with eight carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. Uh, quarterback Aaron Hurst right now 7 of 10, uh, 97 yards, 185 yards total. Uh, for Corona, 62 yards on the ground, and uh, notice that 62 yards because that's <laughs> also the uh, the total that Fisher Morris has on that 62-yard touchdown run. Uh, Ovid Elsie been doing a really good job of holding Corona down on the ground. A lot of uh, negative plays as well, some really nice penetration. Uh, Peyton Norton. Right now, three of six for 29 yards. Uh, right now, 91 yards. Like I said, the score could very well be a lot bigger than it is right now, 16 to six. Well, it's going to be a critical point of the game for Corona as they will receive the second half kick, and they want to try to get a little momentum by putting some points on the board. Quick moving first half here from O'Donnell Field tonight as uh, halftime is just about winding down. But uh, while we have a little extra time here in the press box, why don't you take a close listen to the following messages from our great, great team members and our advertisers. A couple of candidates for the drive of the game so far brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And I think unless something changes big time, I think I know who the player of the game is going to be, and that's going to be brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. And be listening for the latest show immediately following tonight's game. Uh, your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency, they're a winning combination, and they'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. And Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso, your locally owned hometown furniture store. Proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. Is built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Right now, Mars has great deals on queen mattress sets and recliners starting at just $269. Mars has quick financing approval while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress, M21 in Owasso, and check them out online at MarsFurniture.com. Hey, Ted, the rah-rah home team extravaganzas going on only at Signature Ford in Owasso. And right now you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 crew cab, uh, four-wheel drive for only $169 a month, or lease a new 2019 
Ford Escape four-wheel drive from only $159 a month. Ford Red Carpet Lease 4419 do it signing. See dealer for details. Signature has the lowest price around and will deliver right to your door. It's Signature Ford Noasso's rah-rah home team extravaganza. Stop in tomorrow and visit online at sigautogroup.com. And finally, let you know that the broadcast of tonight's game, copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of the game can take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92.5 The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Well, we're here at halftime. That voice, Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Fattel. Gorgeous George back at the studios. We're glad to be here for this one. The regular season finale on Sunday, the MHSAA on Fox Sports Plus will have their annual show for the drawings of the tournament. And uh, we'll make our announcement on Monday morning. Fox Sports Plus. Fox Sports Plus, yes. Yeah, Fox, Fox Sports Detroit? No, well, it's Fox Sports uh, Detroit Plus. I mean, it's you know, they have two channels now. Oh, really? So, I don't get either one of them anymore. So if there's a conflict like with the Red Wings or the okay. Pistons, you know, they can... So kind of like the old alternate channels, and they're just going to be yep. able to throw some alternate programming on there. That's very cool. Absolutely. So that'll be the selection show will be 7 o'clock on Sunday evening, and we'll know, like... Shortly after that, we'll make the announcement Monday where we'll be next Friday night. We know and where we're at tonight here in Ovidelsi. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, there's a couple of schools that are uh, in the playoff hunt. We've got uh, one team, uh, defending champs, that we definitely know is going to be uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, New Lothrop, uh, Pawama Westphalia, undefeated Absolutely again. Absolutely going to be there. Them. Uh, you know, St. John's, possibly, they're they're probably going to be in the playoffs. So that's another one of our schools, one of our flagship schools that we follow. So For sure. Keep it locked here to the castle, and uh, we'll tell you where we're going to be. Half is over. Ovidelsi will kick it off. It will be Jackson Thornton to boot it. Hunter McCorkle deep for the Cavaliers, standing right around the 10-yard line. Glad you tuned into this one tonight. Love coming over here to Mark O'Donnell Field. Here's the kickoff. McCorkle fields it at the 14. Brings it up 15, 20, 25. Has a little bit of an opening up to the 30. Across the 40. Brought down at about the 43. So the quick Hunter McCorkle gives the Cavaliers some good field position here. Chase Pierce and on a hit for the Marauders. So second half just getting ready to go here. 16 to 6. Corona will have it first play from scrimmage. Corona did just enough to, to, to hang around in the first half. You know, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens here on this first drive. I mean, this could be a, a, a real difference maker here. All of a sudden, turn this back into a football game. Yeah, like I mentioned, this is an important part of the game, really, for both teams. But if Corona wants to stay in the game, it'd be beneficial to them to put some points on the board on this drive. Yeah, how many times have we seen it that the uh, the first possession here in the oh. third quarter is the most important and then Corona, drive of the and, game? And Corona immediately coughs mm. it up on a jet sweep attempt. It never got into the hands of Gabe Bombshin, and Ovid Elsie recovers it just like that. We're barely getting it out of our mouths, <laughs> and Ovid Elsie gets the turnover and gets the ball. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. 
They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler's Towing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing, proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, here's Cooper Beard getting the carry straight up the gut, takes it to the 35-yard line. Got about four on that try. At the bottom of the pile, Matthew Wise. So Wise in on the tackle, second down and six. Decent crowd here tonight for this regular season finale. Hurst takes the shotgun snap, puts it in the belly of Cooper Beard up the middle and runs right into Nick Steinecker. We've talked about it before, but Steinecker, you know, has been kind of quietly recruited by Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Got another year to go, but uh, they saw enough of him at a camp down in Ann Arbor last year to really zoom in on him and look at him as a potential tight end candidate down the road. Yeah, he's been definitely quiet on offense tonight, too, though. Yeah. Well, they haven't had a lot of success on the season really getting him the ball. I mean, he's six foot seven. He's got skills. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, you know, Norton's got an arm. You're right. You know, I mean, why not take advantage of this? Three wideouts on the far side. Hurst looking over here this way. It's right on the hands of the receiver, Kai Henning, and Henning. Takes it up close to the 25, and it should be a first and 10 Ovid Elsie. Tucker Woodruff was there on the tackle along with Porter Zeman. Caught by uh, Mr. Perfect. <laughs> Kai Henning? Really? Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning. Oh, that's oh. Kurt Henning. Kurt. Uh, not, not Kai Henning. That's yeah, right. you, had me, you confused Kurt me Henning. enough. I get confused. <laughs> first and 10 Ovid Elsie. Couple minutes gone into the third quarter here. Aaron Hurst, the six foot two gunslinger, lines up out of the shotgun. Cooper Beard to his left. Loins to the right. Little mix up in the backfield, but Hurst has time to throw. Drills a pass. Incomplete intended for Alex Eichenberg. Well, that one had some zip to it. Yes, it did. He had, to, he had to hurry up and get rid of that. You know, there was a collision in the backfield that yeah. almost resulted in a sack and uh, allowed Corona to actually get some more penetration and kind of threaten the passer on that one. Yeah, Shane Loins coming in motion, ran right into the big quarterback, Hurst. Set the timing of the playoff a little bit. And Hart Hurst just drilled that pass into traffic. Second down and 10, Ovid Elsie from the 25 of Corona. The Marauders on top by 10. Hurst with Beard to his right, sends loins in motion to the left. They'll run the belly series, and Hurst puts it in the midsection of Beard and then pulls it out, keeps it himself, and takes it up to about the 19. Aiden Buckley in on the tackle for the Cavaliers. Ovid Elsie and Corona. Yeah, you know, a lot of teams run those belly series, and you almost see collisions going on between the quarterback and the running back. Uh, They run it very smooth. They do. Shane Loins will split way out of the far side. Great job of pulling it back, too. Just a real smooth process. Well, this time he hands it right to Cooper Beard. He goes to the right, then cuts it back up the middle. Should have another Marauder first down. Takes it to right around the 10. Nick Steinecker in on the hit for the Cavaliers. 
But the ball right at the 10-yard line, the nose of the football on the south side of the 10. So it'll be a first and goal coming up for the Marauders. They lead it 16-6. to Cooper Beard has a touchdown. Aaron Hurst also a touchdown. And Jackson Thornton a field goal from 21 yards out. Here's Loins in motion this way. They fake it to him. Hurst tucks it back under. There's that belly series again. Falls on the field and I think they're going to say he was down first. Took it to the five-yard line. Porter Zeman and Wyatt Kriegel in on the hit. Heads up play anyways, whether he was down or not, by Tyler Bancroft to yep. fall on that open ball. Eight minutes and 20 seconds to go here in the third. Second down and goal from the five-yard line. Ovid Elsie with the football and the 16-6 lead. Shane Loins lines up on the right slot. Beard to the left of the quarterback, Hurst out of the shotgun. They'll hand it to Cooper Beard. Is stacked up at the line of scrimmage, fighting hard, but he can't get out of the grip that time. Alex Schwab had him by the jersey. Helped out by like the old Norton. days when you had those tearaway jerseys. Remember those days? <laughs> those you must were, have been a little kid back then. <laughs> those were so weird when I was a kid. I know. Of course, you'd get, probably get cold on a night like tonight <laughs> if you had a tearaway jersey. What, what, did they just make those illegal or something? Yeah, I think they did. I mean, it was it, it should have been illegal. I mean, but like, you think, think about stuff like, like that. Like paper towels on a shirt. <laughs> or Lester Hayes with a stick them all yeah. over the place. And Bolitnikoff. Three running backs in there now. Hurst hands it off to Shane Loins around the right end. Puts the head down. Breaks a tackle. Dives to the end zone. In and scores. Six-yard touchdown. Shane Loins on the power play around the right end. Yeah, you know, some great blocking right there by the uh, the Ovid Elsie line. But Loins, a couple of tacklers bouncing off of him right there. He's hard to bring down. Yeah. And it, like he had some blockers, but he, he was tough to bring down. He had that full head of steam going and takes it into the end zone. 7-10 to go here in the third. Ovid Elsie padding their lead now to 22-6. to And this disappointing season for the Cavaliers continues to this point. Two wins on the season. One of those against their crosstown rival, Owasso Trojans. Kick is up by Thornton and good. So Ovid Elsie takes a 23-6 lead over Corona right here on the castle. Heading to college this fall? Journey Federal Credit Union offers private student loans, and members can access your account anytime from anywhere with the free mobile app. Plus, Journey's FCU is part of the co-op ATM network, so you get surcharge-free access to other co-op ATMs across the USA and Canada. If you live, attend school, work, or worship in Clinton, Gratiot, or Shiawassee County, stop by a location near you and start your journey today. Visit online at journeyfcu.org. JFCU is federally insured by the NCUA. Well, Ted, talking about how important that first drive is at the beginning of the third quarter, Ovid Elsie forces a turnover and turns it into a uh, pretty long, sustained drive. Uh, gets seven points out of it. Yeah, kind of a 14-point swing when you look at it that way, you know. Owasso and Stockbridge all tied up at 28. Oh, Trojans on the road to Stockbridge. I'll tell you what, Owasso, another, you know, bad season. But, man, oh, man, are they tight with everybody, it seems. Uh, it's an improved season, yeah. no matter what. Now, Corona 
fields the kick and not sure what the deep guy was doing that there. That looked like that was on its way out of bounds. Yeah, Cooper Smith fielded it and uh, headed the opposite way. I thought we were going to see uh, uh, who was it? At, was it uh, Marshall in the NFL? Wrong way, yeah. Wrong way, Marshall for the Vikings. Or on Gilligan's Island, wrong way, Feldman. There you go. Cadwalder, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car. With no problem, auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. 200 West Exchange in Owasso. Call 725-7134. Visit them online, clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. How'd you like to be... Stuck with that moniker, wrong way. <laughs> that would suck. Here's a pitch. Oh! And it's Fisher Morris at midfield, the 40. He's going all the way, folks, into the end zone. Is that, yeah, it is Fisher Morris. About a 73-yard run, and then that pitch virtually untouched by Morris right there. 73-yard run. Two big plays by Corona on first plays of drives. Yeah, I mean, that's accounting for all of their rushing offense right there. Uh, 62 yards in the first half. Uh, this half here, Fisher Morris, 73 yards. Nice little uh, nice little play call. I mean, let, let's face it, they found an opening and exploited it big time. And how about Fisher Morris? A couple of carries. I don't know what he, how many carries total he has, but he has two long ones, a 62-yarder and a 73-yarder. Here's the swinging gate. Peyton Norton keeps it himself and walks into the end zone for the two-point try. Now you can tell that Ovid Elsie's not a uh, Metro League opponent, man. They had no idea no. what was going on with that swinging gate, did they? No. Norton took the shotgun snap and basically just ran it upfield untouched and took it in for the two points. So Cavaliers hang in there. 23-14 now. They trail Ovid Elsie. Still a long way to go. Postal Connections in St. John's, more than just a pack-and-ship store. Get business services like copying and faxing, plus printing supplies like ink and toner. Postal Connections, your local choice for professional promotional printing for letterhead, envelopes, brochures, and business cards. Get your packages where they need to go with shipping by FedEx, UPS, DHL, and U.S. Postal. Stop in to see their cool variety of gifts and products. Postal Connections, Southgate Plaza, U.S. 27 in St. John's, online at postalconnections207.com. Well, that Cavalier touchdown brought to you by McKenzie and Crosby, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, and Oaks Fisher Insurance. Just some of our great, great sponsors. I can't say enough about, uh, you know, the advertisers that help us out every single Friday night. They know how important it is, you know, for community support to get out there. and We, we go all over the mid-Michigan area for games. And I think that's a big part of it, you know. I yeah. mean, you're getting so much more coverage. Because we're all over the place. We're covering the middle of the mitten like nobody's business. Here's Corona with an onside kick attempt. Not a bad kick, but it was fielded by Ovid Elsie. So they'll have it in good field position here to start this drive. More live streaming of more games and more sports can be found on the MHSAA TV website. Over 100 schools now streaming every game at every level from their gym, stadium, or other fields with Pixelot. Pixelot. Pixelot, the NH. The NFHS Network's automated production solution. Watch live high school action every night of the week from all your state 
and learn more about Pixelot, visit MHSAA TV website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, here we go with Elsie with the ball. Hurst out of the shotgun, hands it off to his running back that stumbles to the line of scrimmage, maybe got a yard. Weiss was there along with Steinecker. Steinecker is having a standout night defensively here for the Cavaliers from his defensive end position. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet on on offense, but he, yep. he's got the definite ability to shut things down either in either the run or the pass. Very solid defensive yes, end he is. for the Cavaliers. Who was that on the carry right there? I didn't catch the number myself. I don't think it was Beard. Thompson. Thompson on that carry. Here's here's a running back taking it around the right end. Oh, <laughs> Bounce right up to Loins. Loins has it down the far sideline. And now we're going to get a penalty flags flying. Maybe a late hit over on that sideline. Yeah, I don't know who it was that fumbled that, but I sure know who recovered it. Might have been Thompson again on the carry. Yeah, Shane Loins, though, just being right in the right spot at the right time, turning what could be a uh, game-breaking fumble into a uh, huge gain, plus a flag on the play. I think it's probably going to be a late hit. Yep. Well, it was uh, 25, Logan Thompson on the carry. The defensive back hit him right on the ball with the helmet. It went flying out, went right to the hands of Shane Loins, who took it down the far sideline. And then we had personal foul penalty going against the Cavaliers here, I think, for a late hit. So that'll be half the distance of the goal. Let's see where they end up putting the football down. So the Marauders will have it first and uh, I think first and ten. Let's see where they put it down. Might be first and goal. So it's a spot foul. The hobbled ref is uh, kind of making his way downfield. And it looks like it's going to be just shy of the ten-yard line around the 11. So it'll be first and ten from the 11. Aaron Hurst has the Marauders lined up in the shotgun. He has his favorite receiver, Shane Loins. Shane Big Play Loins over here in one-on-one coverage. Here's Beard getting the call. Takes it across the 10-yard line to about the 9. Matthew Wise in on the tackle for Corona. He's been active in the middle of the field here. Scout Jones also in on that tackle. Second down and seven yards to go here for the Marauders. Ball at right around the nine-yard line. First comes to the sideline, gets the play call from Travis Long. Now in his eighth season here at Ovid Elsie, 54 and 41 coming into the game tonight. He'll line up loins on the right side. Tight end over here on this side. Going right to left. The Marauders wearing the navy blue uniforms. Handoff goes to Cooper Beard straight up the middle. Kind of a late handoff and stays on his feet fighting hard for an extra yard or so. Alex Schwab is there and in the hit along with Scout Jones and Porter Zeman. Under five minutes to go here in the third quarter. Third and four now. Ball at about the six. Just a great evening for high school football over here at Mark O'Donnell Field. Big third down play coming up for the Marauders here. Beard will line up 
behind the quarterback this time, Hurst. Hurst will shift number 82 back over here. J.R. Ackles leading the blocking. Power play to Loins, trying to go around the left end, takes it into the end zone. Touchdown over Elsie. Shane Loins takes it in from six yards, almost opposite of what he did on the last time he took it in. Yeah, and all kinds of credit going out to J.R. Ackles. Yeah, uh, changing that formation like that and just a huge lead block. We don't list the weights for uh, the Marauders, but uh, he used all of his weight on that one. Yeah, he looks like he's about a six foot two, 210, 215-pounder. But Loins takes it in. Yeah, big gain right there. Yeah, Loins takes it in. 29-14 here. Bobble the snap. Bobble the snap. The kicker picks it up himself, puts the head down, and it's oh, going to be just oh, short so of the end zone. So the two-point. Yeah, point Thornton's a big dude. He almost was able to fall into the end zone. He was. But the Marauders take a 29-14 to 14 lead here on Z92.5. They'll be kicking it off right after these important messages. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso will invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Sportsnet Michigan has thousands of high school game radio broadcasts available going all the way back to 1985. For a sample, check out the posted games right here at Three Point Podcast. For more info, message Ted Fatal on Twitter, at Ted Fatal. Yeah, by the way, this game will be posted probably on Sunday at Three Point Podcast. So, especially if you're a Marauder fan and... They hang on and win this one. You may want to hear the replay on Three Point Podcast. I just got to get into the studio and edit some of this stuff, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it will be uh, Ovid Elsie kicking it off. Thornton, the approach, high short kick towards the far sideline. It's up in the air, and a Cavalier uh, man over on that side, Cooper Smith, hauls it in right around the 35-yard line. Now, that's not a bad kick right there. Uh, well, I don't you know don't why. Like it? Why not just fair catch it? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. You fair catch it, and you've taken away anything, really. Right. There's there's really no advantage to that besides giving up a lot of field position. Well, he had time to fair catch that one, but uh, it it did look a little shaky there coming down. I do not like the new rules of of onside kicks. No. I don't care what level it is. Uh, The new rules, you look at the the NFL, they they were saying something like 2% of Onside kicks are recovered now. Which is amazing, yeah. isn't it? Here's Peyton Norton throwing it down to Steinecker. Oh, we've been calling for that all season long. One-on-one coverage. He goes up high to haul it in and takes it at about the 35-yard line of Ovid Elsie. Yeah, take advantage of the big fellow like that. You know, Put it up in the air. Let him bring it down. If he doesn't bring it down, it's an incomplete pass. No yeah. risk, all kinds of reward. Right. So it's back to Corona, and they are in the position on a drive here. Norton hands it off to Fisher Morris, trying to sweep around the right end. Gets a couple blocks, has the sideline, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Corona. Yeah, 
Wow, Fisher Morris just putting this team right on his back. Another big gain right there. 35-yard touchdown. But uh, how, how much credit do we need to give to number seven? Uh, Nick Yarmouth with a huge block able to spring Morris out. Well, he did, and Wyatt Kriego had a pretty good block. Yeah. He lost his helmet. And now we're going to get a penalty. Who's they're not, they're not going to call that a personal foul for taking your hat off. No, no, I don't think so. But that, well, let's see who the penalty is going to be on. A late flag, personal foul on Ovid Elsie. Oh, they're going to go both ways. So there was some trash talking over here on the sideline. That's turning into a game all of a sudden. I guess so. Uh, What is it? Fisher Morris. How far was that touchdown, Bart? About 35 yards. 35 on that one. On top of a 73-yarder and a 62-yarder. Wow. I got so excited there calling the play, I forgot to write it down. So it will be... Corona attempting the PAT to get within one possession. That's hard to believe, isn't it, the way this game's been going? Norton kneeling down at the 10. Morris, who just took it in, who's having himself a game offensively, will attempt the kick. Still three minutes and 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Here's the snap. It's put down. The kick is up by Morris, and it is good. So it's a 29-21 game. Ovid Elsie leads it over Corona. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection. So you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers Let's take advantage of their easy financing program with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Hey, when it comes to insurance, you really want an agent who cares about you. Oaks Fisher Insurance, a family-owned independent insurance agency offering hometown service and personal attention for all your personal and business needs. Whether it's auto, farm, home, life, business, or annuities, Oaks Fisher Insurance has the policy you need. Located at 322 North Water in Owasso, visit oaksfisher.com or call 989-723-3011. 29-21, Ovid Elsie on top, but the Cavaliers are fighting back. Here's a kick by Morris, fielded by Loins at the 15, the 20, 25, 30, and it is brought down at about the 31. Matt Weiss was the first one there, along with Scout Jones at the bottom of the pile. 3.43 to go in the third. Yeah, this is turning into a definite ball game right here. I mean, when's the last time we were... This deep into a game with a score this close. In a while. Playoffs last year? Something like that, yeah. And the other thing I'm impressed with is the hitting that's going yeah. on out there. Both teams not afraid to lay it out on the line. Now, a lot of these kids weren't even born the last time they, they played. But right. uh, still, let's renew the rivalry. 2002, the last time they went at it. Here is Loins on the near sideline. Brought down out of bounds at about the 36. There to bring him down, Jeremiah Davis. 
Yeah, this was always a good matchup over at LC and Corona. Chessonine and the Cavaliers was a long, long time rivalry. You know, it took a long time to uh, to bring back this Ovid LC Chessoning rivalry too. Yeah, I mean, they, right. they had that off for a couple of years in the uh, opposite the old Tri Valley. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Offset backfield here. Cooper Beard takes the snap, but we got a penalty flag. That looks like it might have Corona lining up offsides. So I'll be five freebies, and let's see—is that enough for the first down? It was second down and five. That's close. Now they're moving the chains. Yeah, yeah. So first and ten, OE. Starts the clock back up. Three minutes to go in the third. Shane Loins comes over here this way. Cooper Beard to the left of quarterback Aaron Hurst. Hurst barking out the signals, trying to draw the Cavaliers off sides again. Hands it off to Beard. Stutter step. Big hole. Breaks a tackle. Had a big hole. Did Might he have lose fumbled the ball, the ball there. He looks like he ball. did. Went right to an Ovid Elsie lineman. Or was that the tight end recovered it? No, one of the Marauders fielded that one. Yeah, Real nice recovery right there, and that's there's been a couple of times, two or three times tonight, that Ovid Elsie has coughed up the ball, and just uh, somebody with a real, real good eye able to cover that one up. Second down, about three here. Ovid Elsie with the ball nearing midfield at the their own 47-yard line. Hurst having a nice game at QB has three running backs beside him here. Hands it off this time to Justin Moore, trying to get around the right end. The Cavaliers read it nicely. Wyatt Kriego came across with an excellent tackle that time for the Cavs. Maybe lost a yard or so. It'll be third down, five yards to go. The ball put down right at the 45. 29-21. Ovid Elsie on top of Corona. Our game of the week to wrap up the regular season. You can read all about it tomorrow in the Argus Press. Jerome Murphy here covering the action live. I never saw him up here at halftime. Usually he's up here in the buffet line. Pretty he good spread. Been there's a pretty good spread here at Mark O'Donnell, too, and he wasn't here. That kind of surprised me. <laughs> Big couple of downs right here for both teams. Here's Hurst looking over Loin's way. Throws one downfield. It's up in the air. Knocked oh. away at the last minute there by Peyton Norton. That time he jumped perfectly. It was intended for Alex Eichenberg. You know, you talk about gunslingers, and he's definitely got that kind of attitude. I mean, he has no problem at all throwing that into double coverage. He's had a couple of uh, real nice improvised pass uh, completions. That right. one right there probably could have been picked. Well, i got to say right now, you got to feel a little bit of the momentum swinging to the Cavaliers sure. at the moment. Trailing it by eight. Hunter McCorkle deep for the Cavs. Jackson Thornton. Back to punt. They finally send the player in late. Good snap. Kick is up. McCorkle will field it at about the 25. Puts the head down, breaks a tackle at the 30, and then pays the price at about the 33. Tough little kid back there, but a good return by Hunter. And it'll give the Cavaliers the ball, trailing it by one score. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. 
Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at farrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured. Ferrell's tree trimming and removal. Well, if I'm the Marauders, I might be concentrating on number 30. <laughs> they fake it to oh. you. Throw a pass over the middle. The bubble screen that time to Wyatt Kriego, and he has midfield. The 40, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Corona on the screen pass. Great call by the coaches. And that is, what do we got? That's about a 67 yard. Yeah. Wow. Big plays galore here tonight. A nice screen right there. Not exactly the uh, the sucker screen that they had with nope. some success against Owasso a couple of weeks ago. But, boy, oh, boy, huge gain right there. Eight, six yard, six, I'm sorry, six points, 67 yards. And Corona's been all about the big plays all night long. Five scores in this third quarter and still 46 seconds to go. Corona within two. It's kind of quieted the home crowd. Now, like I said, the momentum definitely had swung over to Corona, and now it's swung in a big way. Here's the swinging gate. Looks like they're lining up to do the kick. A little surprised they don't go for two here, aren't you? In high school yeah, football? Yeah, to try and tie it up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Fisher-Morris will attempt to kick. Peyton Norton kneeling down. Ball's put down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. It still would remain a one-possession game, even if Ovidelsi scores, but it's a one-point ball game all of a sudden. 46 seconds to go in the third. We got ourselves a classic. 29-28, the renewal of the series. First time these teams have played since 2002. We got a good one. 29-28 over Elsie over Corona. Choosing a dentist may seem overwhelming, but when you're looking for a gentle experience with the most advanced techniques and equipment available, choose Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Enjoy family-friendly, anxiety-free dental appointments in a state-of-the-art facility with the latest technology. Dr. Hoffman offers all phases of care, including braces, cosmetic dentistry, root canals, implants, and gum disease treatment with payment options to suit your budget. Initial consultations are free. Dr. Dennis Hoffman, 103 Front Street, downtown Ovid, 989-834-2298. Put your best smile forward with Dr. Dennis Hoffman. Well, we got a one-point ball game. Corona within one. Ovid Elsie hanging on to that 29-28 lead. Fisher Morris will kick it off for the Cavaliers here. High boomer downfield now and I think we had, I think I heard some whistles. Yeah, there was a, a couple of them out there. Guess the referees weren't quite ready to have them kick it off. Nah, that's too bad because that was a nice that kick. That was a good kick. But they'll have to do it all over again. Well, if you're over at Elsie, I mean, I think you need to slow it down a little bit maybe and kind of regroup. Right. Well, I, I think I might be uh, trying to feature Beard a little bit more, too. Yeah, absolutely. Good hard runner. Shane Loins back to receive this kick along with Cooper Beard. Ball put down at the 40-yard line. Fisher Morris will approach it again. He has a good leg. Here's the kick. High end over ender, fielded by Beard at the 10. 
Brings it up to the 15, straight up the middle. Now cuts it back this way. Brought down in the open field just past the 20-yard line. Good tackle that time by the Cavaliers, number two, Porter Zeman. Mid-State Sales and Service in St. John's has the outdoor equipment you need to keep your yard looking its best and the power to get the work done fast. Make sure you have gear for fall cleanup with a new chainsaw or leaf blower at great sale prices. Be ready for the first snow with new Simplicity Snowblower with up to a $75 rebate on select models. Financing available. Mid-State Sales and Service. M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John. Well, here's Loins on the trap. Has the 30, the 40. Midfield, it's a foot race. Hunter McCorkle trying to chase him down. The 20, the 10. Touchdown over Elsie. No flags. Shane Loins takes it in from 78 yards out. What a wild game we have going on here. Momentum back to Ovid Elsie. I tell you what, uh, Corona, I guess not the only team that can score on a big play. Loins showing some speed on that one. And uh, that's his third touchdown in this half, Ted. Yeah, he's having himself a game. 78-yard TD run. Well, I tell you what, uh, I I said at the beginning of the half that uh, unless something changed, I was pretty sure who was going to be getting player of the game. Well, uh, I've got two other candidates that are uh, actually taking over for Cooper Beard. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it depends who wins the game, right? Uh, Loins. <laughs> I mean, Loins Fisher Morris has got to be Fisher, Morris, and Corona. I mean, <laughs> both of them just really impressive. And Beard's had a great night. That's the yeah. bad thing. What a wild third quarter we've had. Thornton puts the kick up, and it is good. So... Ovid Elsie now with a 36-28 advantage over Corona. We still have a quarter plus 25 seconds to go. It's the rah-rah home team extravaganza, only at Signature Ford in Owasso. Right now, Lisa New 2019 Ford F-150 four-wheel drive crew cab from only $169 a month. Or Lisa New 2019 Ford Escape four-wheel drive from only $159 a month. Ford Red Carpet Lease 4419 do it signing. See dealer for details. Signature has the lowest price around and they'll deliver right to your door. It's Signature Ford Noasso's Rah Rah Home Team Extravaganza. Stop in tomorrow or visit online at signatureautogroup.com. And I'll tell you what, just a little uh, little secret for all the listeners out there. Last Saturday of the month. Yeah. Big deals always happen in the deal zone. Oh, the deal zone's a spot to go then tomorrow, right? Oh, man. I think tomorrow's the last Saturday of the month. Yeah. I believe so. That's definitely the place to be tomorrow morning. Signature Ford Lincoln. Uh, we're going to be taking care of everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. The place to be tonight's right here at Mark O'Donnell Field. That third quarter, Bart, <laughs> we still have 25 seconds to go. Six touchdowns in that third quarter. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, this is, we like we said, throw the, I hate to use the cliche, Throw the record books out the window. But you know what? I mean, what a, what a great game this has been so far. It's been fabulous. Lived up to the hype, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time in the making. Here's Thornton's approach. Kick downfield. Got a decent leg on him. Fielded by, I think that's Morris at the 10. The 15 brings it upfield. The 30, oh, the 40. And then finally brought down. Almost <laughs> broke another one. Brought it up to about the 44. This one has got some fireworks going. Fisher Morris has just been all everything for Corona tonight. So Corona will have it decent field position as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. We still have 16 seconds to go here in this wild third quarter. One of the wildest third quarters we've seen in a long time. 
36-28. OE on top of Corona. Hope you're enjoying this one wherever you're at. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter, at Ted Fatale. Love to hear your comments. Love to get some new followers. Here's the shotgun back to Norton. Breaks a couple of tackles. And running hard, or was that Zeman on the carry? That was. Kind of went to a wildcat look there. Fisher Morris uh, so far tonight, Ted. Three carries. 171 yards. That's not a bad evening. Hey, he's doing okay. And then had that nice kickoff return. Yeah. Wow. Stay with us. You better strap it down. Fourth <laughs> quarter ready to go. 36-28. Ovid Elsie over Corona. We should have a wild 12 minutes. Don't you dare turn that dial. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call. Or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years' experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreation gas. Excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Vitale. Here is Norton finding Steinecker to start the fourth quarter. And good gain takes it down to about the 30-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. So here we go, the fourth quarter underway. Corona now on a little bit of a move. They have the ball first and 10 from the 31-yard line of OE. Norton out of the shotgun, empties the backfield. Now he sets a man over here this way and brings him back, Nick Yarmuth. Calling the play out here on the field. Three wideouts on the left side, Corona going right to left. Norton. Pitches it out here to Yarmouth, who spins past a man, maybe gets a yard. Cooper Beard in on the tackle along with Kai Henning. So Corona's had three or four runs for one or two yards this half, right? Right. Other than that, just big play. 73-yard, 35-yard, 62-yard runs. Uh, 28-yard pass, 67-yard pass, 20-yard pass. I mean, this is nothing but big plays. Yeah, here's Norton where he ran up towards the line of scrimmage and then threw a little flip pass out to Nick Steinecker, and Steinecker brings it upfield to about the 25, maybe the 24-yard line. Clock moving here. We're in the fourth quarter, 10.30 to go, 36-28. Ovidelsi over Corona, third down and a couple. Ball at the 24-yard line. Norton under center. They go to the wishbone. They hand it off. The ball carrier that time, Nick Yarmuth between right guard and tackle, has first down yardage. 
Takes it to about the 15. Zach Miller in on the hit there for the Marauders. Thirty-six to twenty-eight. Crona trailing it with the ball out of the wishbone. Here is Scout Jones getting the carry between right guard and tackle this time. Staying on his feet inside the ten-yard line. Another good gain there. Jones running hard. Then we got an injured Marauder down on the field at about the five-yard line. Looks like they're going to call an official's timeout to have the medical staff come out and take a look. So with a timeout on the field, 9.46 to go here in this one. 36-28, Ovidelsi over Corona. What if everyone cared like family? At Memorial Healthcare, they understand the power of compassion and are committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers you can trust. People who know you as neighbors because this is more than helping patients. This is family. With 26 satellite offices located throughout Shiawassee County and several surrounding counties, including Saginaw, Clinton, Ingham, and Genesee, you can find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Looks like that was Colton Sutliff that was shaken up, but he's over on the sideline in front of us now walking it off. Good sign right there. Second down and three. The ball at the nine-yard line of Ovidelsi. Corona with it. Trailing at 36-28. Clock starts back up. Out of the bone again. Norton goes to the end zone, throws a pass up to Steinecker. Boy, they had the right play call dialed up. Steinecker was open, but uh, Norton just couldn't quite make the connection. Ovidelsi sold out on the run that time, but Norton hurried his throw just a little bit. And Peyton Norton is actually, uh, that's his first incompletion of this half. Wow. So third and two coming up for Corona. Going to the wishbone. They brought that out against Owasso. Here's a dive play. The ball carries. Scout Jones running hard. Takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Corona. Scout Jones takes it in from nine. I might be running out of room here on my score sheet. And that right there, really the uh, the first sustained drive that Corona's had tonight. And, uh, you know, it's hard to think of a team that's got 34 points on the board and they haven't had any big drives. But uh, <laughs> that one right there, first one that they've actually had more than three or four plays on. Here they're going for the two out of the wishbone. They hand it off this time to Jones, and he's brought down short. So the Cavaliers get within two. 36-34, long way to go, 9:08. You're hearing all this action on WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar-Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online at the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, the Marauders have yet to give up the lead, but the Cavaliers keep fighting back at them. This portion of the game brought to you by Postal Connection, signature forward home of the deal zone, sports scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Great, great advertisers here on the castle. Here is Fisher Morris's kick. 
Bounces downfield. Loins lets it bounce. Finally picks it up at the 10. Comes upfield, then is brought down shy of the 20. Good coverage by the Cavaliers. Led that time by Porter Zeman. Yeah, high tackle right there. He's shooken up on that one. Yeah, Loins is a tough kid, though. He'll go back to the huddle. So it'll be Ovid Elsie with the football. Now, this has all of a sudden turned into a track meet. It's like you you got to have an answer every possession here. Well, let's see what happens down the stretch. Two-point Ovid Elsie lead. Looked like they were going to run away with it there for a little while. Cavaliers with some big, big plays, though. Well, I thought coming off of that uh, fumble recovery where they were able to score, right? I thought that was pretty much lights out. I did, too. Here's Cooper Beard running it up the middle. Has first down yardage all the way up to about the 31-yard line. Hunter McCorkle there on the hip for the Cavaliers. McCorkle, 5'10", 140 pounds. He's a junior. Good tough-nosed player, though. First and 10. O.E. Ball at their own 31-yard line. Which team wants it more here tonight? Hurst, out of the gun. Inside trap play comes back to Shane Loins. Breaks a tackle, breaks a second tackle. Stiff arms a man here at the sideline. Finally, McCorkle brings him down right around the 40-yard line. Good run by Loins. Some pretty good blocking downfield. And Shane Loins, with, with that carry right there of 29 yards, He's up to 151 yards here in the second half. Yeah, he's a he's a solid player. Second half stats, Ted. Second half stats. How about yeah. that? You brought your A game tonight. Yeah, 18 yards in the first <laughs> half on top of that. So, yeah. So we got a timeout. Corona calls a timeout to make some defensive adjustments. 36-34. Ovid Elsie leads it here with 8:19 to go in this one. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of all your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to 11.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso, your locally owned hometown furniture store, and they're proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio, is built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Going to tell you about some great deals uh, at Mars here in just a second, Ted. All right, it's Ovid Elsie with the football from the 40. Cooper Beard has it, breaks a couple of tackles, puts the head down. He's running hard right now. Corona defense looking a little bit tired. Yeah, you know, the one the one advantage that Ovid Elsie has, and uh, they're able to hold on to the ball for a lot longer. You know, Corona, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys, oh, you scored too quick, you know, because that's, that's, that's lame. But, right. you know, Ovid Elsie definitely winning the time of possession tonight. Right. And that can pay off, too, if you have the ball in the defense of the other teams on the field for a long time. Here's uh, Loins lined up in the right slot. 
Beard gets the call coming this way, puts the head down, gets it to the 30-yard line of Corona. Should be enough for a Marauder first down. And Cooper Beard is just a great possession back, isn't he? He is. He's a senior. They'll move the chains now. Ball right at the 30-yard line. Do or die time for the Cavalier defense. They trail by two, 36-34 to Ovid Elsie. I don't know if it's do or die time until the last. Wow, the way this game's been going. seconds, man. I mean, this has been nuts tonight. <laughs> well, being down by two, if you give up a touchdown and then the PAT, that's going to be a two-possession game yeah. anyway. But we'll see. Here's Hurst. Back to Beard, the workhorse, coming this way. Power football. That's good old-fashioned mid-Michigan-style football right there. Four back and a knees would be proud of that. And O'Donnell as well. 36-34. Second down and four. Coming up here for the Marauders. Nearing the mid-clock tick. I know. I was just going to say nearing the midway point of the fourth quarter. Ball inside the 25. At the 24, Ovid Elsie with it. Here's Loins inside, trap play. He gets the call again. Oh, oh he oh, oh. at the 20. He was stood up. That looked painful, didn't it? Yeah, there was a guy at his knees and a guy hitting him up top. Hopefully he did some yoga before, uh, before the game tonight because <laughs> he, he got stretched. He did. He's had a couple of really hard hits that he's faced tonight. Yeah, Scout Jones and Alex Schwab both in on that hit. So we're even right in the middle of the fourth quarter, 36-34, Ovid Elsie. Marauders with the football, looking at third and one. Aaron Hurst, the quarterback, out of the shotgun the entire way, takes a snap. He'll hand it off to Cooper Beard. He has some blockers in front of him on the right side. On the sideline, knife down by Gabe Bombshin. But he gets it down to the five-yard line. Boy, those little power plays are just tough for Corona. There's three, four blue jerseys in front of the running backs. Cooper Beard getting most of those calls. So first and goal from the five. Corona trying to dig in. Great evening for football over here, but supposed to get down to 29 tonight, Bart. Oh, that's painful. Beard, they fake it to him. Hurst keeps it himself. Steinecker riding his back. They're close to the goal line, but just short. Second down and goal to go from the one. And Cooper Beard, 92 yards so far tonight, Ted. He's not even not even in the discussion for player of the game. Yeah. It's just been that spectacular. Yeah. And Beard has been very valuable for this team, especially on this drive right well, here. Well, he's had the majority. Chew up the clock, yeah. Majority of carries, right? Just not the big, big plays. Not the big explosive plays, yeah. Loins has been explosive catching and, and running. Yeah. So it will be second down and goal from the one. Hurst, again, out of the shotgun. He has Beard to his left. Loins over here on the right flank. Beard gets the call, takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Ovid Elsie, from one yard out. So another touchdown here 
We're not going to call this team the Fighting Cooper Beards, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, I, I mean, the guy definitely deserved it. He was the workhorse on that drive. Uh, his second touchdown of the night, a one-yard run right there. And that play chewed up a lot of time, Ted. We're down to that magical 420 here. And big, big important extra point coming up here, too. Could make it a two-possession game here if it's put up and in by Jackson Thornton. Here's the snap. A little bit high. It's put down. The kick is up, and it is just wow. good. Just got on the left side of the right upright. Boy, good Thanks. job by Kai Henning, too, to oh, get that Mr. Mr. Perfect right there. <laughs> uh, taking that high snap, getting it out, laces out there, Kurt. Or, I'm sorry, Kai. <laughs> well, big, big score there, but a long way yet to go. 4.20 to go in this one. How much time, Ted? Four minutes and 20 seconds. You know. 4.20 left. Yeah, that's right. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso, your locally owned hometown furniture store. Proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. It's built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. I told you I would tell you about those best prices. Right now, Mars has great deals on queen mattress sets and recliners starting at just $269. Mars has quick financing approval while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso and check them out at MarsFurniture.com. You know, it's one of those great local stores that, you know, a lot of treasures when you go into Mars. For sure. And see what they have on their uh, on their floor. Well, the craftsmanship that's coming up from, uh, you know, Indiana or right. Ohio. Yeah. Definitely something you need to check out. So, but Elsie, uh, two-score lead on that PAT, 43-34. They lead it over Corona. Four minutes and 20 seconds to go in this one. Thornton, big number 89, will approach. Looks like Fisher Morris deep for the Cavaliers. They kick it towards the sideline instead, and Baumschen mm. lets it go out of bounds. Now, wise move right there. Yep. You've seen Corona a couple of times, field a couple of them that were maybe a little questionable. He, Morris ain't going to let that happen. Nope. So Corona will have it from the 35-yard line. Next Castle game will be next Friday night to be announced after the draw on uh, Sunday. We'll tell you on Monday morning where Fox it will Sports be. Fox Sports Plus? Fox Sports Plus. Awesome. 7 o'clock. Awesome. So let's see what Mr. Peyton Norton can do here in his final game. Two wideouts on the far side. One here this way. Norton, a little swing pass out. Complete to Nick Yarmuth and... He is brought down for about a three-yard loss on that swing pass, and not only did it lose three yards, it's going to use some valuable time off the clock. Yeah, chewing up all kinds of time on that one. Yarmouth would have been better off just knocking that one down. Right. Elsie with three timeouts. Corona only two left with under four minutes to go in this one. Really, they got to get some urgency being down by two scores. And really not showing any right now. Norton, two wideouts this way, two on the other side of the field. He'll send uh, Fisher Morris in motion on the jet sweep. He gets it around the right end of 40. Almost cut back against the grain to break it, but is brought down 
at about the 42, but he does have enough for the first down. Man, hey. if you're a Marauder fan, every time that kid touches the ball, your heart's got to just go right up into your throat. He has been just devastating to Ovid Elsie tonight. Oh, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds prior to the first yeah. down, so yeah, he'll be a yard short. Yeah, hold the kid to nine yards. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but he does have some breakaway speed, doesn't he? So third down and one. Clock stop with 3.36 to go here in the third. Here is first down yardage by Nick Yarmouth. And he has some room at the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Nick Yarmouth takes it in. It almost looked like some of the Marauders stopped chasing him. About a 56-yarder right there. 56-yard run, and the Cavs are still in it. Yeah, that was just a weird-looking play, wasn't it? It was. I mean, Yarmouth's got some wheels, but you know, like you said, it looked like, uh, you know, a couple of missed tackles and a couple of people kind of held up for some reason. I don't yeah, know if I they almost, heard a phantom whistle. or It almost looked like it, didn't it? It did. So 3.26 to go in this wild, wild affair from Mark O'Donnell Field. Corona within three. Now, this is the craziest game we've done since the state championship game last year. Yeah, absolutely you know, it really right. is. Very similar, too. Yeah. Has that feel. Krona yes, go- it does. Krona going for two. That's the smart move here. Out of the wishbone. It's uh, Norton throwing it out to Steinecker. It's caught, and it's good. The two-point conversion good as Steinecker diving, catches it right at the goal line. And don't leave now. 326 to go in this one. 43-42. Ovidelsi over Corona. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Wow. It's going to probably take me 10 minutes to just recap the story <laughs> here tonight. This has been a wild one. Well, it took them 17 years to play each other. I think it's been worthwhile. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't take so long the next time because I think everybody's going to want to see a rematch of this one. <laughs> I guess so. 43-42. Ovidelsi holding on to the one-point lead. Krona putting the ball down at the 40. Fisher Morris has had a tremendous game for the Cavaliers. Going to be booting it off. Almost kind of showing like maybe an onside kick might be coming up here. How much time is there? Three, three and a half, yeah. It's, it's an onside kick, and kicked it up in the air, and it was fielded by one of the Ovid LC up guys. I mean, how do you how do you actually successfully execute an onside kick in 2019? Well, it's, it's difficult. But I don't think you, you execute an onside kick by kicking it up in the air, you know, 13 feet. you gotta got to bounce it somehow. Yeah. So first and 10, Ovid Elsie, they have it at their own 44-yard line, 3.24 to go. As I mentioned, Corona with two timeouts remaining, Ovid Elsie with all three of theirs. Yeah, he used to be able to kick it. Used to be able to run. It, and make it smack the ground. Right. Yeah. Well, of course, they're, they've changed the rule for safety reasons, but, yeah. you know, here's Cooper Beard with it. You know he's going to get the ball. 
the majority of the time here. They keep him in bounds. He gets about eight or nine on that carry around right end. Scout Jones was there also. Number 25, Keegan Albaugh. And with that carry right there, Cooper Beard crosses the uh, the century mark as well. So they got two ball carriers over 100, right? 102 yards right now for, for Beard, 174 for, uh, for Loins. Beard with, uh, what, two touchdowns, Loins with... Oh, geez, I'd have three. Three in the second half, and I think he had a receiving touchdown in the first half, uh-huh. didn't he? No, he didn't. He no. just had a uh, rushing one. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, a couple of, couple of stars right there. And, uh, of course, Corona, I mean, <laughs> and undisputed that Fisher Morris is the guy that's taking over for the Cavs. Clock is ticking. Now, what do we got? A late timeout here. Ovidelsi calls a timeout. The clock is winding down. So it stopped. The clock is stuck at 2 minutes and 30 seconds. 43-42. The Marauders lead the Corona Cavaliers. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, two and a half minutes to go in this one. 43-42. Ovid Elsie leads it. Both teams now with two timeouts remaining. If you're the Cavaliers, you got to be thinking about maybe trying to pop that ball loose. Aaron Hurst out of the shotgun. you got to believe he's going to give it to Beard. He does. Beard puts the head down, has first down yardage, and is stacked up. But he does get the first down. They'll move the chains. Clock will temporarily stop. So this is a key play right now. Corona really has to sell out and try to stop the run and then call a timeout if they can stop it. Two minutes and 12 seconds and counting. Marauders with a one-point lead. 43-42. That's right, 43-42. It's been a wild one (laughs) over here. Under two minutes to go now. The Marauders break the huddle. First and ten from the Corona 44. First with three running backs this time. One each side and one behind. Here is Loins. Tucking it under around the left end. Has another Ovid Elsie first down all the way down to the 30-yard line. So they uh, are running their four-minute offense to perfection. Now, Corona, after that time, or after that first down, elect to call their second timeout. That's kind of critical right there. Still a minute 37 to go, and Corona with only one timeout left. And Loins with that carry uh, takes him up to 189 yards. Wow. On top of his four TDs. Well... (laughs) <laughs> if they hold on for the win, we do know who our player of the game is. Well, <laughs> had a heck of a game. Uh, you know, you know, you look at Corona on, on Corona's side. I mean, obviously, 
Peyton Norton's had a great game at quarterback, a spectacular second half with some long passes and, and some TDs. Uh, Krigo's had a great game. Yeah. Uh, Fisher Morris, though, 180 yards right now, hoping that uh, Corona fans are hoping that they're going to get the rock back in his hands here because he's got 180 yards and, and four touchdowns. And uh, just just a lot of great performances tonight by pretty much everybody but the defense. <laughs> this has been about as fun a game as yeah. we've been a part of in a long yeah. time, like you said, since the state finals yeah. last year. Here's the snap. Beard gets the call. Takes it up the middle, and I'll tell you right now, he gets about eight. If they get a first down, they can just close it right out. Corona forced to call their final timeout here. Stops the clock with a minute 29. But if the Ovid Elsie team can just uh, get a couple yards here and get another first down, they can just kneel it out. Well, it's been a fun, fun season in the regular season, but we'll gear up for playoff action starting next Friday night. Our second season begins. We we don't like to end it on the regular season. We like to keep it going as long as any of our area teams are still alive. Yeah, you know, you you play to win the games, and we like to follow those teams that, you know, keep on going. Absolutely. It's kind of a weird idea that, you know, I, you know, I mean, who wants to watch the Super Bowl or the playoffs? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'd, I'd much rather watch the regular season. Right, absolutely. You know, well, bowl you know, game, schmoll game, who needs that? You know? The nice thing, too, you know, is we've been a part of uh, 18 state championships. I mean, we have broadcast on the Castle 18 football state championships going back to 96. That's not too bad. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I consider myself lucky I've actually been to... Three championship right. games so far. Yeah, we need to get down there again and get hooked up with some shawarma at the Bucharest Grill. Yeah, I think that this year, if we do make it down to Ford Field, we're definitely going to Bucharest. Got to. Got to happen. Instead, find... instead of sitting around and wa- watching Michigan get pummeled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was rough. Yeah, I don't think they will this year. Yeah, here's oh, Michigan. look at that. Corona was trying to let them score so they could get the ball back, but good, smart move by Shane Loins. Just sliding down. He had nothing but green in yeah. front of him. How smart is that? And that just closes out yeah, the game. Yeah, and that's hard to, to, to kind of have that kind of control, but a great play right there and just an awesome game. Yep. So Corona was going to let him score, and over else he said, ah, uh, not so fast. So it will be Ovid Elsie to the victory formation. And they're going to pick up a one-point win and a hard-fought win. Great, great game by both teams. This has been a fun one to be a part of. And I tell you what, the nice thing is, is uh, Loins was able to cross the 200-yard mark with that. Wow. Didn't get his fifth touchdown, but uh, probably a smart move. Good, solid basketball player for the Marauders. But, man, what a way to end your senior year in varsity football. Marauders will pick up their fourth win. Four and five on the season, you know, maybe not exactly what Coach Long wanted, but, boy, it's a great way to finish it against their friends from Corona. Ovid Elsie picks up the hard-fought 43-42 win here over Corona. The teams will line up, shake hands. They'll show a lot of respect for each other. And what a wild one we have here to recap for you. With that, we'll send things back to the studios for our final message there, and then we'll tally up the numbers. 
Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. B92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. 43-42, Ovid Elsie picks up the win here in the regular season finale. Let me see if I can make my way through my chicken scratchings here. There's a lot of scores, obviously. Almost 100 points put on the board. Ovid Elsie scored first with 8.20 to go in the first quarter on a three-yard Aaron Hurst run. Corona followed that right back with the first play from scrimmage after the kickoff. A 62-yard Fisher-Morris scamper. Then Ovid Elsie scored three times straight. Looking like they were going to really put uh, this one away. Seven-yard run by Cooper Beard. A 21-yard field goal by Jackson Thornton. And then Shane Loins for the first time tonight, a six-yard run. Keep in mind, Loins caught a pass from Hurst on the opening kickoff, a cross-field pass, and took it for another 60 yards. That doesn't show up in the final stats here. Uh, Ovid Elsie, or Krona came back in the third quarter with a 73-yard Fisher-Morris run. Elsie came back again, scored in the third quarter, a six-yard Shane Loins run. Corona then matched that. A 35-yard Fisher-Morris run with 3.50 to go in the third. 46 seconds to go in the third, a 67-yard pass from Peyton Norton to Wyatt Krigo. Elsie answered that with only 25 seconds to go in the third. It was a crazy third quarter. 78-yard <laughs> run by Shane Loins. And then Corona scored again early in the fourth with nine minutes to go, a nine-yard run by Scout Jones. And then uh, the difference maker was a one-yard run by Cooper Beard with 4.20 to go. PAT made it 43-34. Corona knocked it in with three minutes and 26 seconds to go on a 56-yard run by Nick Yarmuth. The two-point pass was good from Norton to Nick Steinecker. Corona was within one. Ovid Elsie dro uh, drove downfield. Corona was down to their final timeout. They called timeout. And the coaching staff said, hey, let them score. But Shane Loins broke through the line of scrimmage and saw what was up and then just slid down. After he got the first down, they were able to kneel it down at that point to pick up the 43-42 win. Just a tremendous game. And, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of highlights we can talk oh, about, man. but, you know, I know we have an award for player of the game. You want to start with that or the drive of the game? Well, let's start with the drive of the game because, you know, when we came into the uh, the second half, Corona was completely dominated in that first half, but uh, not on the scoreboard. Ovid Elsie could not put them away in that first half, and we were talking about how important that first possession of the, of the uh, third quarter was going to be. We're talking about... What happens here? Corona turns the ball over. Ovid Elsie scores, and I'm thinking, eh, you know, I don't want to get Dandy Don Meredith out here to start singing, but it looked like the party was over. Turns out that uh, we had a hell of a lot more football behind us there. So the drive of the game, I mean, that's so hard to figure out. But uh, let's let's go with the uh, the last Ovid Elsie score because that's the one that uh, really was the margin yeah. of victory, right? following up with that one-yard Cooper Beard touchdown run. So we're going to call that the drive of the game. So many great drives tonight. I mean, uh, some really good sustained drives by both teams and some really big one-play uh, one scores as well. So 
great drive of the game right there brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Buick GMC saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Now, the player of the game, dude, this is where things start to get tough. Oh, man. Uh, let's, you know, we were just talking about Cooper Beard. Uh, Beard finished tonight with uh, 180-something yards, I think it was. Let me let me double-check my stats here. So many, things, so many things were going on, Ted, that I was really starting to focus on. Just a couple of players, uh, 93, 102, 104, 112 yards for uh, for Cooper Beard and two touchdowns. Pretty solid performance. Uh, but Fisher Morris from Corona, 180 yards rushing and four touchdowns. But, but, but Shane Loins, number five, uh, 200 yards receiving. You talk about that big 70 or 60 yard rushing, return. not receiving. Right? Uh, yeah, 200 yards rushing, only 71 yards receiving. Jeez. Only 71 yards receiving for a high school player. Uh, yeah, 200 yards rushing, 71 yards receiving. Uh, some huge special team returns as well. Yeah. That fumble recovery, that was a huge gain when that could have been a tragedy for the Marauders. And four touchdowns. Some great performances tonight. You know, if, if, if this was hockey, we'd be giving out star number three to Cooper Beard, star number two to Fisher Morris, and your first star tonight, Shane Loins. Player of the game brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following tonight's game. Yeah, we have a good show for you. I mean... It's hard to top the show we just saw in front of us here. 43-42, Ovid Elsie over Corona. As I mentioned, haven't played each other since 2002, and uh, not a bad way to get reacquainted. I tell you what, if they only do it every 17 years and something like this happens, <laughs> I'd be happy, but I'm hoping they play next year, too. Yeah. This was awesome. Fantastic ball game for sure. So next Friday night, we're not sure where we'll be yet. We'll know. We'll let you all know Monday morning, part of the Dave Geronimo morning show. But uh, the playoffs begin next Friday night, November 1st. We'll be there wherever it's at. Uh, some of the teams we're looking at, St. John's, New Lothrop, Pawama Westphalia, even Morris, eight-man football. You just never know where we're going to show up. Even Langsburg having a great season yeah. making it to the playoffs. Don't sleep for on the back. Absolutely. So we'll be somewhere next Friday night. You can be sure of that. And I'll tell you what, I hope it. I hope the game next week's as good as this one because this is as good as it gets. I'm going to send things over to my partner, Bart Matthews. The final score again, 43-42 over Elsie. Picks up the win here in the regular season finale over the Corona Cavaliers. Well, thank you very much, Ted. And a big thanks going out to Gorgeous George back in the studios, doing a great job as always, keep getting us on the air and darn, darn it, keeping us on the air as well. Uh, drive of the game tonight, you know, let's talk about our sponsors. And I also want to talk about uh, big thanks going out to everybody at Ovid Elsie High School. They always take great care of us up here in the press box, Ted. I'm sure you get. You agree with that. Uh, big thanks going out to Aldermans and Lennon, Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Bex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Dr. Dennis Hoffman, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacob's Insurance, Journey Federal Credit Union, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Mackenzie and Crosby, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Postal Connections, 
The Deal Zone at Signature Ford Lincoln, Owasso. Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So for Gorgeous George in the studios, Ted Fatale here in the booth. This is Bart Matthews. Have a great weekend. Your final score one more time. Ovid Elsie 43, Corona 42. Three-point podcast coming up next. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In a unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of three-point podcast located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to episode 92 of Three Point Podcast. Three sports guys, three different generations, three red-hot takes. On the pod line is Matt Burns of ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Jared Patel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 TV in Grand Rapids. I'm Ted Patel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 The Castle. Our partners include Main Street Pizza with locations throughout mid-Michigan, The Corona Connection, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineering. Our Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network syndication teammates include Sports Radio Detroit and WJSZ. If you like what you hear, help us continue to grow. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all the other 
great podcast hosting site. You can also follow us and hit us up with your comments and questions on social media at Three Point Pod. And man, we have a jam-packed show for you tonight. We're going to get it rolling right after these important messages. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm-mm. Pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and dripping with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. All right, so this weekend, as you guys know, I was in uh, downtown Ann Arbor, and believe it or not, I was on my feet watching the end of the Astros-Yankees baseball game. Oh, man. But not because I was just drawn into how great of a game it was, but because of the bar we went to. For some odd reason, don't ask me why. I don't know if it's transplant Yankee fans or if it's bandwagon Yankee fans, but these were just your stereotypical Yankee fans in this bar, standing, cheering for every single play that the Yankees made. In Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of people from New York go to Michigan. So... When we walked into this bar, and, you know, you have a few beers in you, so a little bit of uh, liquid com- liquid courage or confidence, whatever you want to call it. And I'm there with uh, Cooper, and he's, you know, 300 pounds, six foot three, so I pretty much say whatever I want. He's your bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. And so I just decided I'm just going to become the biggest Astros fan in the world <laughs> just to spite these guys because they were just so obnoxious, and you, it almost was like you, they were the center of attention for everybody in this bar. And little do you know, a few moments later, Jose Altuve – steps up to the plate and just rockets one into a center field home run. These guys, they don't say another word. They literally book it out of the bar. And I just, for once in my life, baseball was awesome. You know, and that is, you're right. I mean, you're, you're flabbergasting me here, but it's kind of a neat deal when you're in playoff baseball. You're in the bar. I mean, baseball's a perfect big screen thing yeah. for in the bar because you don't need to listen to play-by-play. You can see what's mm-hmm. going on, right? And an electric moment like Altuve, all five foot five of him, hitting a walk off homer after the Yankees. What, didn't they tie it in the ninth with a two run homer? Yeah, and that was what and because we walked in right as that happened. So that's what kind of all right, guys. Like it's time to settle down a little bit. <laughs> so they just immediately left, huh? Not a word. As soon it was like because I turned to kind of yell in their face, <laughs> and they were gone. It was like you saw you, I saw a ghost because they were, they had they cooked it so fast out of that bar. But I tell you what, that kind of got me intrigued a little bit in the MLB baseball. Now, have I watched a baseball game since Sunday? Has there even been a baseball game played since Sunday? I don't know. No, there hasn't. Tonight, but, we're recording on Tuesday night. The World Series starts tonight. Wow. 
So I will be definitely... I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I'm probably not gonna pay attention to the rest of it. But hey, for once, you guys, I just felt you guys would maybe appreciate that as our baseball fans. Ted, probably you especially. Oh yeah, it's not completely dead with the with the young guns. That's awesome. And you know, the World Series, I, I, it's still must see must see TV for me. I'm gonna be watching it when I get home tonight. I mean, the Astros, Nationals, first time Washington's been in a World Series. Not the same franchise, but the first time Washington's been there since I think '34. Uh, you know, you got the intriguing matchup, even though they're not going head-to-head, Scherzer and Verlander. You know, it's going to be awesome. I'm so sick. Every day you get on Twitter, there's a new, the Lions roster in 2013. Uh, the new ones, it's, what is it, Annabelle Sanchez, Scherzer, and Verlander yeah, all, all holding. Yeah, yeah, all posing. Like, these guys are all pitching the World Series right now. It's like we get that joke. Why does it recirculate? Basically, every single year since 2013, that picture is recirculated. Well, I mean, this is the first time they've all been in the World Series. But it's a new thing, like, every year. It's, it's, it, now it's the World Series angle. Next year it'll be, oh, these guys are all all-stars. Or last year, these guys, Justin Verlander's, you know, the best pitcher in the game. Max Scherzer won the Cy Young a couple years ago. There's a new angle that they take every year to just put these pictures in our face. Well, it just digs deeper because, you know, let's face it, they were all key members of the Tigers, and the Tigers let them slip away. Just think, if if they wouldn't have given all that money to Cabrera, which at the time is hard to argue it, but I still can't believe they couldn't figure out a way to keep Scherzer on that staff. I mean, to see the talent that they did have and never won the World Series, made two World Series appearances, but didn't get the hardware, it just it still hurts when you see these guys performing at the top level, and you know they're making the big bucks. They they earned it, but they're they're stepping up and they're in the limelight now in the World Series. I mean, it's just I get what you mean about getting bam, bombarded on Twitter. It's funny. It seems they didn't really seem to be that dominant. Like you would have thought that that Tigers team would have won a hundred and you know ten games with Price, Scherzer, Sanchez. Verlander, it, it, like you would think that they wouldn't give up any runs, but that it didn't seem to be that way when it was going. Uh, and a lot of people think a lot of that had to do with uh, uh, the manager Jim Leland. I'm not so sure about that, but I mean, he got a lot of grief for the way he handled the pitching staff, the way he ran the team. I mean, talent-wise, you, you can't deny they were probably the top one or two teams in baseball. I mean, they were the heavy favorites when they took on the Cardinals. Before we move on to talk some football. Little few highlights you can give us from the weekend, other than uh, your bar appearance rooting on the Astros. It was a good weekend. Uh, we started, so my buddy goes to Eastern Michigan, and he's an Eastern Michigan football manager, and mm-hmm. so he's just he's dying to have us go to this game, go to the factory to watch Eastern take on Western, which Western did lose to Eastern actually, so they ended up winning. But he, we, just to throw him a bone, we went to the Eastern tailgate, and guys, like, I don't know how to describe it. There was maybe. 15 people at this tailgate. Oh my. It, it looked like it looked like one of your parties. That's honestly what it looked like. <laughs> and that's not a diss, right? That's, that's not, not a diss. That's, that was that was amount, the amount of people that were there. And you just, we were there, we did a quick lap in about 10 minutes and then we called the it was a classic call the Uber. The Uber had not picked up another ride yet, so the same exact Uber gave us a ride back. <laughs> and then so we ended up going. So during the Michigan game, and we'll get into the Michigan game, we ended up watching it from a bar in downtown Ann Arbor called the Pretzel Bell. Matt's probably familiar with that. I've been there. Um, even. You've been there. So upstairs, this is the way we did it. Upstairs, the whole first uh, half, we watched it on the TVs up there, ate some food mm-hmm. uh, just with the guys. And then second half, you go down to the bar right. and watched it on and, and I said this the last time because it was Purdue versus Virginia. I don't know what it is about this TV. Ted, you need to 
As somebody who's the tech guy who loves this TV, you need to check out this TV in this basement. Okay. I don't know. It's it's almost like Alien put it together, okay. how clear it is. It's, oh. it's impossible to... I don't know how else to describe it. It's the clearest TV I've ever seen in my life. Is it a flat screen? Or flat screen. About, flat screen about probably 65 inches. Whoa. So just awesome. And didn't quite end the way we wanted it to, uh, the Michigan game, obviously. So that kind of put a little bit of a damper on the night. Then we went to uh, the dance bar, Rick's. Is that something that was around when you were younger? Uh, it probably was, but I don't remember going to Rick's. The Rick's I remember going to was in East Lansing. What did you guys do? So a nightclub or something? Did, like, was it rock and roll playing? You talking about in Lansing? Just when you were oh in yeah, college, yeah. When I went to rock and roll, I, we went to bars. It was rock and roll. It was rock bands. You know, so was they, there even a thing of as a nightclub? Was that even invented? <laughs> yeah, it was a nightclub that had live music. It didn't have DJs. Oh, okay. Well, how would you dance? You would dance to the live music, like like dance, like wedding dancing. So. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe like, uh, I'm just curious how that would work. White man, classic rock, dancing. So I guess like when is. you would dance with a girl, how would yeah. that look? Well, it depend if it was a slow song, you'd dance slow. If you'd dance fast, you know, you'd... Like a wedding dance, kind of. I guess. I guess that's a way to put it. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's not the way that it is. You guys all grind and all that yeah, stuff. That's, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's, cool. yeah, that's what it's called. So a lot of grinding uh, went on and then went across the street from Rick's Pizza House, just... Awesome pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, took the Uber back to Ypsilanti and called it a night. Did not fall asleep until about uh, 5 a.m. There, there may or may not have been like 15 guys at this place, and so it was like trying to fall asleep was basically impossible. So that's the that's the bullet points of the weekend. It wasn't – there wasn't like the one story that was like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Just an all-around all good time. It's not like the story where you went camping or whatever and the cops showed up at your campsite or whatever. Yeah, kicked me out of the county, that, yeah. that story. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it was a good time. Glad to see you made it safe and sound. That's always the, the concern for us older generation uncles and parents. But it was a good time, huh? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge top gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In a unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Well, we're going to talk some Michigan football before we do. Just a reminder, Advanced Elevator Company features top expert field techs. 
for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators, an area business leader and longtime supporter of the Corona Public Schools, and a proud partner of Three Point Podcast. This week, Advanced Elevator salutes the Cavalier volleyball team looking for another deep tournament run. And speaking of Corona, the CoronaConnection.com knows it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on Cavalier Nation at CoronaConnection.com. Well, you saw the first half of the Michigan game at the bar, right? So you were yeah. you were tuned in okay. You were watching what was going on. A bad start. I mean, I was getting pretty frustrated. I tweeted out a couple things at that point. 21 to nothing. They're not playing well. Very first play of the game, the crowd, the whiteout forced Michigan to call a timeout before any time left the clock, and things were looking mighty dire. But I have to give them some credit. They made a nice comeback. They just couldn't quite get it done, but... Uh, Tough loss for the Wolverines there in that situation. How about you, Matt? Were you working? Were you able to tune in? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the whole game. Yeah, similar reaction that you guys had. You know, kind of a disappointing start. But, I mean, they battled back. They didn't lay down like they did against Wisconsin. So, I mean, I, I know a lot of people are disappointed that a game that Harbaugh hasn't won the whole time he's been at Michigan. But, I don't I, they, they showed me some stuff. I mean, I've been saying for a while that the offense has shown me that there is talent there. There, there is the possibility for them to – turn it on offensively, and, and they showed some stuff in the second half. So I'm not totally mad about it. Well, I'll tell you, it was a lot of media and a lot of stuff about the, the dropped pass at the end. And, uh, you know, it was just an unfortunate situation. The thing that is bothering me about that, mm-hmm. and hand up, I did tweet. From and this, jo- this joke is kind of, it's kind of been played out. That's kind of what I was, like I said, probably 12 beers deep at this point, that I wanted Ronnie Bell's head on a stage. And... <laughs> After I saw him crying, I kind of regretted it a little bit. But other than that, that's the only negative tweet I have seen about Ronnie Bell. And it seems like everyone is saying that everyone needs to, like, shut up about how no one's really, like, well, he coming got, after him. No, they did early. I mean, right away, there was uh, some Michigan student sent him an email to his email account saying how, what a dog he was. <laughs> I mean, there, there was some bad stuff said immediately, but I think wiser heads prevailed, just like you said. You see the poor kid crying on the sidelines or in the middle of the field. you got to have some compassion. These kids don't get paid. I think coaches are fair game. I think, you know... We all saw it. I mean, it's national TV. He had it in his hands. It just didn't get it done. He feels worse than anybody in the world right now. And he's he was a big contributor in that game. He was a big reason why they were in position to win that game. So I'm just I'm just the, saying. The thing, that is, the thing is, yes, it was said, I guess, right off the bat. I didn't see. What, what do you mean? This is what I mean. It's it's like the outrage. People saying that everyone's calling, like, saying that Ronnie Bell, like, sending There's one kid. Okay. Okay, there's that one kid. I, mean, I which, can't give you a bunch. I can't give you a bunch of examples. But so. you would think that it's the only thing. Pe- me personally, I've not read one single. It hasn't showed up on my account. Now people probably are sending them to him. Right. But you would think that it's they got to be there, don't they? I mean, you see people like Clat and Herb Street reacting on Twitter about people that you know were dogging on him. There must it must be out there. I would have to I have to think. Yeah. What what what? Do you have any inside, Matt? I mean, nothing inside. I, there, there's definitely a lot of tweets out there that were attacking him right after the game. Yeah, there, there were quite a few. And, you know, it, like you guys said, he, he was one of the main reasons that Michigan was even in the game. And I don't know. I, I've always thought it's weird when, when people hop on Twitter or whatever it is and criticize these players or whether it comes to recruiting or whatever when they make a decision to transfer, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, he should have caught the ball. He knows that. Everyone else knows that. You don't need to hop on Twitter and, and take shots at him. Yeah, I'm, 
so I did a little bit of research. I'm currently looking at a gif of a kid trying to catch a ball, and it's going through his uh, hands. That's with the comment, example. Ronnie Bell. So yeah. it, they are out there. I, I mean, but it's also, it's, when you go to Michigan, you kind of put yourself up to, I mean, that's the thing. When, when you make that catch, you're, he would, he'd be the king of campus right now if he makes that catch. And I know that he feels bad, but I guess it's just kind of, you get to, when you go to a place like Michigan, you play Division One college football. You're gonna, that's kind of what you run into. When you make a mistake, you're gonna get blasted for it. And when you score the game-winning touchdown, you're gonna be the, you're gonna yeah. be remembered forever. Well, and you haven't heard much from Bell. I mean, it's more of the team mentality. I mean, everybody, everybody that I've read quotes from that are on the team, they got his back. Yeah. You know, they had his back immediately. I mean, you could see it on the sideline when he came over there. I mean, it was. It was a critical drop, without a doubt. It cost them a chance to win the game. But, hey, that's why you play the games, and those mistakes do happen. I, had a, I got a comment I want to bring up. I don't remember if I brought it up before. We've, we've talked about, you know, Harbaugh and his contract, and Harbaugh, you know, maybe not where they need to be after five years. But I am really, I don't know if it's maybe my team mentality that I have, but I'm really sick of the national people getting on Harbaugh. You know, and, and he's he, he's a little weird, but he's a Michigan guy. He's our guy, and I say let's ride it out. I, I'm all in for Jim Harbaugh. Is he though? I mean, I don't no, know now because of yeah, that is the thing. I hate it when Michigan fans are like this. This is a must-win game for Harbaugh, or we right. need him out. Right. I don't know how you can watch that game and say we need Harbaugh. Absolutely out. right. I mean, you got to give him credit for rallying the troops, and they stuck with it, and they they made a hell of a comeback. They quieted that crowd, and that game was right there for the taking, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know, but that is that seems to be the storyline, and I hate it, too. Yeah. Because it, we, we talk, we, I mean, I feel like we're going to have all offseason to talk about is who, who would we even replace Harbaugh with? Well, that's part of the key right there. And, and I think he's going to get it turned around. Let me, let me just throw this in. I know Matt's going to want to get a comment in here, too. But, you know, we always like to encourage people to hit us up at our Twitter account, which is at 3PointPod. I got this from at Tom Lauren. This is really interesting. This is the kind of stuff that Matt usually comes to the table with. He says, Jim Harbaugh's lack of road wins is media fodder right now. He's 0-5 against the top 10 on the road. So I decided to see what other coaches were doing in road games versus the top 10. James Franklin, 0-6. Brian Kelly, 2-6, lost last five. Paul Christ, 1-4. Here's the only exception. Urban Meyer, 2-0. Kirby Smart, 0-1. Dabo Sweeney, 0-0. Alabama, 4-1. Now, how can Clemson and Georgia have one top-10 road game combined in the last five seasons? He says it would be nice to see Harbaugh get one, and I understand why everybody has frustration with him. The media surely seems to have an axe to grind with him because you never see these other coaches' stats. For instance, Brian Kelly is 2-11 on the road against the top 25 in the last six years. But besides Bama, no team consistently beats Top 10 teams on the road. Hell, many teams don't even schedule them. I thought that was a great response right there. And, you know, some pretty good facts that you don't hear about every day. All you hear about is Harbaugh's failures, but you don't hear about these others. The thing is, it's Alabama's going against LSU. I mean, Clemson's winning national titles. Notre Dame is playing Georgia on the road. Michigan's going, like, and Penn State is an okay team. We basically made Sean Clifford look like Tom Brady against us. Mm-hmm. Is my problem. Is James Franklin, I haven't really been sold on Penn State and James Franklin and when you lose to them it just feels a little bit different than Notre Dame going into Georgia and losing basically the same way that Michigan lost. 
which is by one score. So yeah. I, I don't know how you can, I just don't I don't know how you can say that about. So so where are you at with thing. Michigan right now? I mean, are are you at the garbage stage, or are you at what we've talked about on past podcasts that this is a you know maybe eight nine ten win school football yeah. program maybe get a sniff at a national championship every fifteen years? Who knows? Yeah. But. Would, wouldn't I mean, it's we been be, a while since we've had a sniff of one. Would we but. be okay, though, with a Big Ten championship maybe every five years and uh, be knocking on the door in that entire time and be consistently competitive, you know, like yeah. I said, with at least eight wins a season? I think most Michigan fans would be. Yeah, I mean, especially with what we had the last basically 20 years. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what we should be, and we're not. And I don't even know if that – if Jim Harbaugh can't do it, like I said, the guy who basically was the savior when he came in, then I don't know who can. And I don't know who would take this job knowing that that's basically what you're going into is where the expectations are sky high when really I don't know if they should be. Right. We've never really been that program. Even with Bo Schembechler, we won, what, two national titles? One, not even one. Yeah. So I don't know why we've, we have that. It's very, our... sim- very similar to what Harbaugh is doing. Very similar, you know. I mean, Bo had a big reputation of not being able to win the big game other than Ohio State. He couldn't, back in those days, bowl games were huge, you know. You didn't have the national championship mm-hmm. thing, so you went out to the Rose Bowl, and Bo it took a long time before he won one of those games. And, and I think if you look at the careers, Bo and Harbaugh, the way they act, I mean, they're very similar. Now, Matt, I know you have more thoughts. I know you, we've brought up the fact about the 8, 9, 10 wins a season. But uh, after that Penn State game, you know, where, where are you looking at this Michigan program? I mean, same place I was before. I, I don't put all the eggs into one game, like all the baskets of one game. I mean, it would have been cool to win that. But... You know, Harbaugh wins basically 75% of his games. It'd be cool to win some of these road games. That, those stats you were calling out, I mean, those those are just talking about true road games. Some of those other teams, they've won games at neutral sites against top 10 teams. So right. those stats are a little misleading. But, I mean, the, the, the numbers are still there. Going into Georgia and losing, I mean, Georgia just lost to South Carolina. So Georgia isn't – they're not Alabama or Clemson. So, I mean, that, that's still a, a big loss. But, I mean – Penn State right now is a top ten team, so they're looking pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest question is always who you're going to replace Harbaugh with, and no one ever has an answer. So, and it's like the thing that hurts the most about losing to Penn State is, I mean, where do we go from here at the end of this, like the rest of this year? I mean, what the what the hell are we going to talk about going forward? Wow. And it's, I mean, you got Michigan, and it seems like like guys like your age and my dad are saying, oh, like the Penn State, the Ohio State game at the end of the year, if we can upset them, and it's just. Even if we do, I just I don't know why. Oh, I mean, like I guess my I guess my expectations I expect Big Ten championships, and it just seems like that's pretty much not possible. Well, there point. are two losses right now, right? One's to Wisconsin, right? Yes, who lost to Illinois? This okay, year. so and how about that? I completely called the Wisconsin frauds. Sure, well, they, they yeah. How about that? Is right. <laughs> You don't think the, they were looking at a li- little bit of I, Ohio actually, as much State? As, we, as much as we make fun of Michigan, they don't lose those type of games. With Harbaugh, they, they don't lose those games. Right. So, that at was, least we got that going for that us. Was, now, we might get blitzed by, by 35 by Wisconsin, but... But you asked what Michigan's got to look forward to. I think the, the upcoming schedule looks pretty good. Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State. I think you, you show up to those games, maybe win two out of three. I don't think it's a bad season. It's, and, and it's got to be a win over Ohio State. Now, can they do that? I don't know. I mean, they're number one in the nation. They were number one in the nation in 1969. Nobody gave Michigan a chance to beat Ohio State then. So it can happen. 
It'd be, it'd be incredible if that happened, man. That would make my holiday season. <laughs> I wouldn't need another Christmas present at all if Michigan beat Ohio State. That's do how good you, it would be. Do you ask for Christmas presents? No. Do you get that Christmas presents? Yeah, I get a Christmas present or two. Like, yeah. what's your, what's I'm on your always, list? I'm always asked what I want, you know, and I'd say, well, I don't like shopping, so get me some clothes, you know. Get me a nice shirt, whatever. Yeah. I mean, now tell me if I'm crazy, but this line makes no sense. Michigan favored by three right. against Notre Dame. I, that just makes, like, what? I just feel like Notre Dame should be favored by, like, seven in this, but I don't know. At That's one of those things where it's like, what does Vegas know that I don't know? Well, I'll tell you one thing they know. They saw the game. They saw Michigan come back. They saw that they're a quality team and coming off a loss. And Notre Dame's had a week off. You, sometimes that doesn't work to your advantage. I don't know. Vegas, they seem to know what's going on. I expect Michigan to show up and play very well against Notre Dame. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I think, I think Michigan's going to win that game. But they got to play a good game. You know, they gotta they got to clear up some of the mistakes they keep making. I mean, that's the part that just, it's just baffling to me, though. Still, you know, giving up a 100-yard kickoff return, fortunately it got called back, and then giving up that long TD pass that ultimately cost them the game. You know, that's, that's the thing with Dr. Blitz's defense. They're very aggressive, very tough, but they do tend to give up a it's big It's funny play. how Penn State just keeps having these guys like K.J. Hamler mm-hmm. and Out of Michigan, Saquon, the who are just game breakers. Right. Where Michigan, we just never have these guys. Well, we don't this year, do we? We just don't have that guy that's a game breaker. But how about how about our running back, Charbonnet? He actually had a good game. Yeah. yeah, I'll give him some props. He actually played well. I would have liked it, and this is my one critique of Harbaugh. Honestly, I would have liked to have seen them run, try running the ball more. Yeah, I mean he's averaging five five yards a carry, and only, I mean he only carried the ball fifteen times. Believe it or not, Zach Charbonnet should have gotten the gotten the ball more. He played well, and he is like we've said before, a true freshman. So he's I think he's going to do nothing but get better for sure. Well, let's get some Sparty talk here coming up in just a second. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm-mm. Pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take and bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and dripping with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. I just want to tell people, you know, we all do like a great deal, right? Well, let's go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for info on upcoming auctions. The auction house is packed with all kinds of great items. Stay up to date 
by checking their website at SheridanAuctionService.com and sign up for email notifications. Call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL for other details. And if you're looking for some fun, stop in to Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. Weekends are really hot as you can cheer on the Spartans, Wolverines, and Lions. And don't forget the first of the month parties coming up. $5 burgers and chicken sandwich baskets and bottled beer for a buck. Awesome food and drink. Rivals Tap House and Grill in Toronto. All right, next up here, we're going to have a little Spartan talk. We have our Spartan insider, Joe Janka, joining us here for this portion of the podcast. And Spartan's coming off a bye week in football. Let's start in football first. Uh, Joe, it's been a while since we chatted with you, but uh, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in East Lansing, especially after that last loss. Uh, break it down for us a little bit. What, what are some of your thoughts? <laughs> um, well, I think it was uh, the ideal week uh, for a bye, obviously, uh, for Michigan State. Um, coming from a, you know, a long run, especially with Mark D'Antonio of uh, surprising people and at least playing tough in big games, I think it was consecutive weeks of, and, and especially from a defensive standpoint, which was surprising to me, where Michigan State just uh, completely laid an egg. And I, it, it's tough for me because I think they've slowly been getting to this point, but it's, they've just shown uh, consistency, or at least the last two weeks, two games, where it's, they just didn't come to play. And it's, it's really unfortunate because I, I think they were supposed to or should have the defense that could compete. Um, with some of these better teams in the Big Ten, but obviously they don't. Let's get to the elephant in the room, or the, the elephant in the press conference. You know, the big comment that stirred up a lot of uh, controversy, but most Spartan fans, most most uh, football fans realize that D'Antonio rolled the dice, as we like to say. He just kind of shifted around uh, some seats on the Titanic. Uh, your thoughts on, you know, just shifting the uh, staff around, and he finally got called on the table the last uh, press conference. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, you know, with obvious, obviously everybody uh, criticizing his decision, which most people were criticizing it before the season started. Yep. Uh, I, I will admit I, I'm one of those as well. Um, it's just uh, reshifting the tables or um, resetting the deck, and you know he, he was trying something different. And I had hope. And I do think there there is some positives offensively. That I, I do think they've improved a bit off last year offensively, but it's obviously not enough. And I'll keep saying that if he's, if he's unwilling to make the changes or get uh, an offensive mind, an elite offensive mind in that building, I don't think that they're going to be able to compete with the Ohio State, Clemson, Alabamas of the world. And that's what I ultimately want to hold my program, the standard I want to hold my program to. And if he's not willing to make the changes, I, I don't know what we'll do, but we might have to move on from Mark. Players are leaving this program left and right. Is this D'Antonio's last season? Is he getting fired? He's not getting fired. It might be his last season due to retirement, and all the players that are leaving are leaving due to wink, wink retirement. <laughs> well, he definitely will have to work out a deal with the administrators because he's not going to walk away from four million plus. <laughs> right. Well, and also too, if you think Bill Beekman, the man who was handpicked by D'Antonio and Izzo, is going to come in a year and a half later and fire him, <laughs> I highly, 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 highly doubt that. So why are these players leaving then? Because they're not playing. The five guys who transferred literally haven't played. They're like bench guys. Maybe they should. I guess that's maybe. I mean, when you're when Wisconsin's, when you're putting up a bagel against Wisconsin, maybe it's time for you to start bringing in some of these other running backs and players. Do you guys, you guys are all in the younger generation. What what do you think about this whole phenomenon, this transfer portal thing? I mean, 
Is this good for college football or not? I mean, that it's ultimately uh, it's, it's very similar to just a capitalistic society, a metocracy. I mean, uh, people make fun of Jim Harbaugh for saying that, but if you're going to have an open market in the world, I think that you can have the same thing with college sports, and ideally that's going to bring the best product. So I, I candidly don't mind it. Um, coaches can leave at a, cert, uh, at a, at a whim and go get a new $4 million job and don't have to apologize to anybody, i.e. Nick Saban, 1999 Michigan State or 2000 Michigan State football. Coaches can do whatever they want. Why can't players? <laughs> so I, I don't necessarily mind it. And if guys in Michigan State say five dudes who aren't playing right now, it's not like you're starting quarterback, dudes who aren't playing, they think they're going to get a better opportunity at a smaller school with more openings or more playing time, go for it. doesn't yeah. bug me. I get that in a capitalistic thing, you know, but I guess it just bugs me being more old school. And I do understand some of these quarterbacks, you know, if they get beat out and they're possible NFL, you know, talent, and they're going to sit the bench. I sort of can understand that, but I think you're seeing the trend now. Guys are sitting the bench, you know, they're second or third stringers, and they're saying, oh, you know, I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to just get in this transfer portal and go to Rutgers or go somewhere where I'm going to play all the time. And I, don't, I just don't know. I just I don't like it. I'm not 100% sure why, but it, it just could be a either. bad feeling. Especially as somebody who jumps ship from uh, <laughs> job to job and get off. station to station. Get I, I don't know. If, if I'm you about should. as loyal as you can be. Uh, I, yeah. The, I don't know. I don't like the, how it's called everybody who – I like the transfer portal when it's in regards to quarterbacks. But now I've noticed that anyone who transfers is now in the transfer exactly. portal. Exactly. I don't like that term. I don't know. Okay. But I do – I like. I agree with uh, Joey. I don't know why – Why if coaches can leave whenever they want and why – if you, like it shouldn't be like a death warrant if you sign – if you go and intend to play for a college. I mean, especially if you go to Michigan State where you're promised – you know, Big Ten titles and beating Michigan and play, competing with Ohio State, especially not losing to Wisconsin 38-0. to right. And when that falls through and you're still not playing, I have no problem with them leaving. Well, it'll be interesting to watch it all the next five or ten years, how this all works out, especially with the other topic as far as getting paid, you know, and, and what's going to end up happening with mm-hmm. that. I mean, I guess it's like anything else in the world of sports. Things do evolve, and... Yeah, some of us old gray beards just have to learn how to adjust with it, you know. It's a different era. But on a, do you think, Joe, that, uh, you know, here we are, Michigan State still has some, some games to play, and potentially they could be a 7-8 team, 8-win team. Do you see it going that way or going the other way? Yeah, I, I think this weekend will tell us a lot. Um, you know, if they come to play this weekend and, you know, at least give Penn State a game, that will just be a sign that they have fight left in them. If they come out and get smacked, I, 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 heck, they might not even make it to bowl eligible. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. I mean, you get, Illinois doesn't look like that's an easy game anymore. Maryland showed some hope this, uh, at points this year. And, honestly, the way the defense played their last two games, yes, it was probably the two best teams they'll see on their schedule. I mean, they, they just didn't come to play. and. I, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like their goal plan coming into the game uh, against Wisconsin was just to literally uh, uh, hold Jonathan Taylor, which they held him to 80 yards. They told me he had 80 yards at the start of the game. I thought we would have been into it. But it just seemed like every third and short or fourth and short, they were completing a short pass. We just couldn't get off the field. And 
that, that's not typical of a Michigan State defense. They're usually one of the best in the country at getting off the field on third down. It was, it was just a weird game. That's the thing. You promised me. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the show or if it was off show, where you told me that if this Michigan State offense was middle of the pack, and you've said they've improved, that Michigan State would have a legitimate shot to win the Big Ten title. And I'm looking at this defense. People are telling me all offseason this is an elite defense, you especially. And they are just horrible. I mean, Jack Cohn looked like, I, I don't even know, uh, Patrick Mahomes against Michigan State a couple weeks ago. Well, what is going oh, on well, with this okay. defense? Hey, hey, hey. Horrible. They're still like the overall like 30th defense in the NCAA. So, yeah, maybe not elite. So, against the two elite offenses that they've seen this year, they didn't play necessarily well. I mean, they looked well the rest of the season. I guess Indiana, they didn't look as good. I mean, that's half the games, and you're sitting, I mean, at what point is it not anomalies? Is it just this defense isn't good? I want Michigan State fans to admit this defense is not good. <laughs> how, about, how about we'll leave my uh, predictions about Michigan State's defense up with your, uh, what is it, Hunter Johnson for Heisman at Northwestern? Type? <laughs> That's the worst. Hey, man, season's not over yet. <laughs> NCAA history, the, the, I think I saw that. They're, like, completing 42% of passes. Uh, I don't know what yeah. to take, a elite defense being good or, like, a elite quarterback never even making it. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of talking out of my ass when they said I saw the guy, I saw that it was a transfer from Clemson. I'm like, wow, he's from Clemson. He must be, he must be pretty dang good. Uh, but no, yeah, he was pretty bad. Now, on a, most, a more pleasant topic, Joe, basketball season's getting ready to go. Michigan State ranked number one in the preseason poll for the first time, I think, ever. They got bad news today, though, with Langford going to be out at least six weeks or so, but uh, looks like Izzo's going to have himself a hell of a team over there. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Um, obviously, with the Langford news, I think it does dial down the hype a bit because he was probably going to be other than maybe Cash and Bronze, but he was probably going to be our top scorer and really replace McQuaid in a lot of ways. Who was really key to that team last year that made a Final Four run. Um, obviously, some guys like Kyle Aaron's or uh, Gabe Brown are going to have to step up in the meantime. But um, I watched that press conference today. Tom seemed pretty emotional, but. Honestly, six weeks, I think that'd be late. I would be surprised to see Langford at all this year from the way Tom was acting. I, I love, but um, it's still exciting. Uh, I'm excited for the season, and not only are they starting the season with Kentucky, the number two team, but their odds are going to probably play uh, Kansas and Maui and Duke at home and all in the first month of the season. It's going to be pretty interesting to watch. That is one thing that's awesome about college basketball. Week or Night one, we got one versus two, three versus four. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome how they do that. I, but the thing that takes me off about the Josh Langford news is that it just happens to come right after they're, they're the number one team in the country, right after that, that announcement comes. And, like, you, it, it lowers the expectations. That bothers me. Because, <laughs> what, Michigan State's going to lose to Kentucky, night one, and then it's going to be, oh, we don't have Langford. And that's going to be the story this whole first month when they're losing to Duke, losing to Kansas at Maui, and that's what Izzo does. And that just bothers me. Well, it bothered you because Langford got hurt, and that's the storyline? You think that they just realize now he's out for six weeks? Well, wait a minute. When, what is the story? I mean, when did he hurt himself? Last year? It, no, no, it I came know back that, around. He, he re-aggravated it, right? He came back and was was playing with the team, wasn't he? I mean, he didn't play against Gonzaga, I don't think, in that scrimmage. But wasn't he working out with the team? No? Joe? Uh, Joe? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Throw no, that one to Joe. He didn't play against Gonzaga, but if Jared thinks that he's purposely sitting his players and faking no, injury or something no. to strike a narrative, that's like... No, no. He's not purposely... They've known this narrative for the last month, and they just decided to announce it. Uh, within the past couple of days because of the number one ranking that came out. Just like you said, to lower expectations. It's nothing to do with that. <laughs> did, did it or did it not lower your expectations as soon as you heard it? 
It does, but do you think Tom would just he would just play him? It has nothing to do. No, no, he's hurt. He can't play. He decided to sit on that news until the right time to drop it, to lower expectations, is what it was. I love I love your takes, Jared. Uh, you don't think that there's that. Would that make sense to not do what what what, what he did? No, not way. what he maybe did. No, what you he think did he do. played? You think he played that game to make sure that he was ranked number one, and then made the announcement? Is that what you're saying? He knew they were going to be ranked number one. Right. He made that announcement so that there's not pressure on his team and on just the expectations that Langford's out. That's, Whereas if you heard Langford was out and then you get the number one ranking, it doesn't matter. I'm with Joe on that one. one. That's that's a bit out there. <laughs> Anyway, well, it's still going to be a good season for the Spartans. We're, you know, I'm the voice of Michigan State here on this podcast, as you probably know, Joe. So it's good to get you checking in with us here during the football season at least a few times to to keep our Spartan fans that we do have out there. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, uh, I'm excited for basketball. And I, I wouldn't just throw them under the bus and just say that they're just going to get smacked by Kentucky with a bunch of freshmen just because Langford's not playing. They got... Yeah, they're a pretty deep team over there in East Lansing, Jared, and it'd be real unfortunate for you if they came out and still won that game, even without their best score. Yeah, one last thing I wanted to ask you. So there's rumors swirling that, I don't know if you've heard this news, Flint Beecher recruit, Jalen Terry, four-star, decommitted from Michigan State. Rumors are ha- swirling that it's because Jawan Howard came in, he got big eyes and said, I want to go to Michigan. I had heard that. I'd heard that. You've heard that as well. Oh, That's yeah. what the story is. Care to, care to comment on that? I mean, that might play into it, but the day before he transferred, Michigan State got a higher-rated recruit, a point guard from West Virginia, and then the next day he opened up his commitment. I think it has more to do with he got over-recruited because they signed the point guard from West Virginia. What do you, what do you I th- like the other. I like my take better. I like, that's how I spin things. What do you, what do you think, Joe? Do you think uh, Howard's going to get it done at Michigan? He's, he is doing a pretty good job getting the top recruits right now. Yeah, I think he's definitely, and that was the one downfall of Beeline, is he wasn't willing to travel or do what was necessary to get the more elite recruits. Um, but we'll see if he's going to be able to hold up to Beeline's standard of developing players as well, too. So there's two parts to it, but I think so far so good from a recruiting standpoint. Now let's see if he can, you know, because he really doesn't have that much head coaching experience. Let's see if he can develop these guys to end up becoming a leader, staying elite, um, and keeping Michigan right where they at for a basketball program so. all right joe uh, joe janka good stuff as always talking michigan state you can follow joe at janka joe uh any final comments before we move on not uh not at all and uh you know still go green and ideally my spartans can give penn state uh some type of game this weekend and you know we'll see i'll i'll, I'll look forward to talking to jared if they do yeah. come out and find a way to be i'll be watching that one very closely <laughs> all right joe hey thanks for checking in with us man all right, thank yeah, you. Thanks. See ya. Guys, uh, you know, we're a, we're a Michigan-oriented podcast for sure, and we've talked Michigan, we've talked Michigan State, and now we'll, we'll scratch our heads again with the Detroit Lions. You know, loss at home to Minnesota, you would think they would have showed up, but uh, they, I thought they took a step backward. What, what did you guys think? It, it was just, I mean, this team, the life was sucked out of them after that Packers game. They, they fought as hard as they could. It was just the slowest death of all time on Sunday. It was one of those games where you just know they're not going to win, and you just keep watching, like watching, hoping maybe something will turn it around. But my biggest, what the heck happened to our defense? Yeah, I know. Kirk is this a bad looked, defense? Looked I guess pro. that's what I'm starting to read. They've kind of bent and not broke all year, but this is the first time where I'm just watching Stefan Diggs catch for a zillion. Looking like Matt Burns in high school. That's what he was looking <laughs> he like. He did. 
And and it was almost like we had you out there covering. You were in high school <laughs> out in those days is what it looked like. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what happened to this, this secondary. Coleman and Darius Slay, I, I, we were loving these guys a few weeks ago. They were shutting down the Kansas City Chiefs passing game, and now it's like the, Kirk Cousins is just balling out. Well, I think it's I a little know. bit of an effect from the defensive line really has been playing up to speed. And, you know, they've really helped the defensive backs by putting pressure on the quarterbacks. When Kirk Cousins, he, he was standing there, you know, untouched most of the time. He'd roll out. He'd had plenty of time to throw the ball. I mean, any pro quarterback can complete passes when they have time to throw. But you're right. I mean, the defense let him down big time, giving up 41 to Minnesota. And what's the name of the running back for the Vikings? That guy, he's awful good. Yeah. He's a damn good running back, and he tore him up too. Yeah, yeah, Delvin Cook, I mean, he's a, he's a real deal. He looks really good. The defense, I don't know. I mean, with Patricia coming in, we always thought that the defense would shape up. And it's crazy to see how good the Patriots' defense is this year and, and even last year. Uh, I mean, now with Bill Belichick both basically running their defense. So maybe maybe it was more Belichick in New England uh, than Patricia, but, but who knows. Yeah, they're, they're last in sack production and – so there's there's no pressure, and even Kirk Cousins can sit back there and torch him. So injuries are piling up now too. So yeah, and now they traded Quandre Diggs. So I don't know if they're waving the white flag or what. Yeah, is that is that that kind of is what it seems like to me, or maybe it's just is it just the fact that Quandre Diggs maybe is one of the big reasons why Kirk Cousins I think was did, doing so well. Didn't you post a tweet, Matt, or that Diggs uh, his, his uh, you know his stats are not very good. Yeah, I mean, like statistically, he's having one of the worst seasons of his career. But I mean, it, he's still the one of the better players on the defense. So it's still, still kind of like a head scratcher that they're trading him, unless they're planning to turn that the draft pick that they got for him into another running back or something like that. Because on Johnson got put on the IR. But yeah, I don't know. I think maybe is it so going into this week against the Giants? Is it basically we go gung ho for this game, and if we win, then we can kind of keep the season alive? Or are we just pretty much just punt at this point, just call it quits. I, I mean, I don't. I think you got to go for because, it because you got Oakland seen, coming up the next. Week. But it's what we've seen is just this team. They're just not good. Yeah. It's sad to say, and I feel like if, if if the Packers game or the Chiefs games goes different, I feel like this team has a lot more confidence and a whole new swagger about them. But they just don't. It goes back to my question from last week. After that Packers loss, I mean, we were all just shaking our heads about the refs and about the Lions giving up some big plays, but. At that point, the question on the table was, do the Lions, you know, do they put that behind them? Do they step up, and can Patricia get it turned around, or are they going to go in the toilet? And it looks, unfortunately, it looks like they're headed that way, you know. I, I think talent-wise, I mean, I think they do have some a decent team, and I, th- I tweeted it, too. It's just a shame to see this organization, the greatest, greatest running back of all time, wasted him, Barry Sanders. They wasted him other than you know, a lifetime of highlight reel stuff. And then now they've wasted one of the best quarterbacks, you know, in history-wise, statistically anyway, best quarterback Lions have ever had, and he's being wasted, you know. It's just sad to see, and you know, year in and year out. And I've been a Lion fan the longest out of the three of us. It's just, it just gets so frustrating, you know. And we get to this point of the season, and if they, let's say they lose to the Giants, you know. Uh, and, and then they go on the road to Oakland after losing to the Giants. That's not looking too good either. That tells me that I've got pretty much Sundays free in November to do stuff, you know, because I'll have lost interest at that point. They've got to stay at least competitive 
to keep me with them. And I'm kind of like I said, I'm a diehard Lion fan, but I can't, I can't continue to watch the losing. You know, you gotta, you gotta put the effort out there, and they still can turn it around. But you got to do it, boys. Yeah, the offense has shown a little promise, but I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, the refs kind of let us down on that Monday night game, but it was kind of bugging me a little bit. Like everyone was laughing about like the booing of the refs and. Uh, like the first time they called a penalty, they, the crowd is like sarcastically cheering and stuff. And but there's a side to me that's like, it's like setting up this like like people always say a loser mentality that lions yeah. that the lions have pity party. Once, yeah, like once one thing starts going bad, it's like oh here we go again. It's the lions, and you know at some point you got to get over yourselves and just like go out there and play. Yeah, I will say I did appreciate. I loved looking at the Lions crowd on Sunday. You got guys wearing ref uniforms with clown masks. <laughs> clown masks. <laughs> I, I, I kind of do it. That's, that's the things that make me say I, I'm glad I'm a Lions fan. Because you only get that in a few, the Brown, like the Browns. and the, I mean, the NFL has some good fan bases. I, I would love to just interview one of those people who get dressed up every, every week for an NFL game. I just I, I love it. I don't know, but I guess I don't know what brings you to do that. Hey, do it for the pod, you know. <laughs> yeah. Go see a Lions game. Take a recorder with you or your phone. You can record it. Uh, I think Jack Strap did that a while back. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of cool to do? It would. Get the I, fans' perspective. Uh, but it is just one of those, you know, there's the people that every week they get they put on the face paint, oh, yeah. they put on the, the Raiders, the Chucky mask, the they Raiders. They got the hard hat. You know, I just wonder what, why. I mean, that can't be comfortable. <laughs> I guess to get on TV for for two seconds, I guess is it's probably why they do it. I guess I don't know why else you. Would. When's the last time you've been to a Lions game? Was you were you a little kid? I've been to one Lions game. Michael Vick, uh, to like 2006 against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. John Kitten, the quarterback. Uh, Roy Williams is. So you saw some of those fans, but it probably didn't digest that well. But if you went nowadays, I mean, and it's this way in every NFL city. I mean, you got these crazy diehards. They 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 buy their. Uh, Eight regular season games in the preseason. Mm-hmm. They buy their season tickets, and that's that's their entertainment. You know, it's really not a bad way to go. But fan stands for fanatic, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get the fanatics, and, and Lions are as good of fans as any out there. But like Matt said, I mean, it's it's about time that the mentality they have to turn it around. They ha- they have to but do it. But this is the mentality you have you have bestowed upon this team your whole life. I agree with you. well, and with what reason? I mean, it's good reason, right? What am I supposed to do? You tell me. I mean, the, the, I shouldn't. There shouldn't be a thing as the never Billy, Billy Goat curse. Remember when that was a thing that your generation kind of made, made real? Cubs. That was the Chicago Cubs. Or what, I was get the, it. what was the curse for the Lions? It's the Bobby Lane curse. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. You guys made that a thing where it almost became. It pretty much you spoke it into existence. Some stupid curse. That so, made. so you're blaming the fans for the Lions' ineptitude, huh? They have won, the last time they won a world championship. Goes on and on. 1957. I was one year old. I'm now 63. One championship since that time. One playoff win. Now, what's a fan supposed to do? You're supposed to be positive. We start positive every year before the first game. This is going to be the year. Yeah. And then here we are sitting where we're at today. I mean, I really don't. I don't know. I. I guess Matt, Matt's kind of like in the middle ground. I'm, I've been a little bit younger. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do we? There's no way that you can't just like manufacture happiness. I guess it's just kind of. 
You can't, right? You can be. I'm know. still a fan, though. Like I watch them, I root for them. Well, you just said that when they're not, they're not good. You're not going to watch. Well, well, what's the point? It's the same thing with the Tigers. When they had absolutely no chance to win games this summer, was I going to? I mean, as much as I love the Tigers, why watch them if they're not going to at least maybe win? Right? I mean, if the Lions have no chance for the playoffs, am I going to dedicate you know three and a half hours of my time to watch them? I probably will have it on, but I'm, it's not going to be appointment TV where it is leading up to this point. I have to be home Sundays now to watch it. Now what I'll do, I'll probably DVR it if they get to that point. Fast forward, you know, we'll see. And the thing, the, you did mention the DVR. I tell you what, my favorite thing to do, like with the Michigan-Penn State game, you just get on YouTube, you know, a little bit hungover on Sunday. You press the, not the DVR, but go to YouTube, and you can just watch every single big play that's over like five yards in about mm-hmm. 20 minutes. That's almost the way to do it. You know, I was going to bring that up to you guys. It is more of a generational thing with the DVR and me, right? And people my age. I mean, you guys just go online, YouTube it. Yeah, you don't, I mean, that's it's kind the of thing. You don't need to DVR right? it anymore. It's pretty much just everyone, someone DVRs it for you. And YouTube. it's all on YouTube. Yeah. Is that free YouTube or subscription YouTube? It's free. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's free. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's usually what I'll do. Just, you know, if I miss a big game or if I have to work or whatever, I'll just, yeah, I'll watch. Place. I'll right. streamline it right there. YouTube. 20 minutes. That's Matt's that's business. way to do it, yeah. Video. I love it. Hey, I was going to ask you one question about Harbaugh, Matt, since going back to that for one second. You work for the Feinbaum show, right? Would, would you... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you would you say he's like the biggest national critic of Harbaugh? I mean, he definitely seems like it. I don't know. I th- I think he's he's definitely playing to the crowd a little bit because he's also in meetings like production meetings off air, you know, just in the office or on other shows. He mm-hmm. has complimented Harbaugh and said that he's actually like a really good coach and stuff like that. So I mean he knows what what gets people fired up. He says stuff and the next thing you know it's all over Twitter. So ah, does it kinda it does it kinda get you stewing a little bit in the back room, you know, just when he's just going off on Michigan or Harbaugh or whoever and you just kinda gotta listen to it. Maybe throw up some graphics about Michigan making some mistakes. <laughs> I mean I don't know, like it yeah, sometimes it bugs me but uh I don't know, it goes in one ear out the other. I yeah. I kinda laugh mostly just because like when people say how Harbaugh so overrated, Michigan so irrelevant, and stuff like that. But they just can't stop talking about him. So I just yeah. think that's funny. But I mean, he, you know, Feinbaum is an SEC guy, and he knows what gets his fans fired up. All right. Well, I think enough on the Lions. Um, you know what? We're recording here Tuesday night. It's the start of the World Series. We talked a little bit about that, but it's also start of the NBA season. And mm-hmm. uh, you got the Clippers and the Lakers tonight. The late game and. I think the first game is, what, the Pelicans and the Raptors, and the big news yeah. this week was Zion out now six to eight weeks, which, boy, that puts a, a damper on that it first does. game. It, yeah, it? it does for sure. But I will say this, and, and it, let me know if this is not kind of everyone agrees with this, but this is the most excited I've been for an NBA season in my entire life, mm-hmm. probably in the history of the NBA. Just You don't have no idea who's – you could pick ten teams that could win the NBA championship, and I wouldn't be totally surprised. It's just – it's never been this wide open, and there's just I don't feel like there's ever been this much star power in the league at one time. Yeah, you got some dynamic duos. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I've noticed, you know, and, and the, the guys teaming up together. I mean, they got the Lakers and LeBron and AD. you got the Clippers. I mean, it's, it, it should be a fun NBA season. Now, you're excited for it. Do you get excited right out of the gate, and you're going to be excited all season long? Or when do you really get into it? Like, is it Christmas? Is it the playoffs? I, 
and I actually saw this today. I like to follow the like LeBron schedule. So like tonight, he's going to play be playing his balls off. Yes. And then on Christmas Day, he's going to be playing his balls off. I'll be watching again, and then come the playoffs, he'll be playing his balls off. That's what I watch. It's pretty much those three. I'll watch every single playoff game. I'll watch Christmas Day if there's a big time, you know, Saturday night prime time. I'll watch that as well. But I, I don't want. I don't t- keep up with the typical like day to day, especially when you hear the news. I mean, we just found out today, Blake Griffin, he could be out pretty much the same timetable as Zion, or at least what do you do? Four, four to five weeks. Is he really? What did he, he hurt his ankle or something? I missed that story. I, it, I think it's his knee. I, from really? what, I, what I've read, I'm not. Oh, that's a killer for the Pistons, for sure. I, I was kind of a little excited for him. I thought they might do pretty decent this year. If he's out for that long, that's going to put yeah, a hamstring. Hamstring and knee injuries could be out. See, like, I guess it's maybe not that long. This is how they word it, out until – or out through the first week of November. So first few weeks of the season, I mean, and I feel like that's kind of important to – couple weeks, okay. Kind of setting the tone for an NBA team. I don't know. He just always hurt. This is kind of what we sounded, signed up for, so I don't right. know why we're really complaining. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for now. Subscribe, rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all the others. Follow, send us your comments to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Three Point Pod. And also support our Three Point Podcast partners, Main Street Pizza, Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Promac Engineering. Also, be sure to check out our network friends, Z92.5 The Castle and Sports Radio Detroit. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network production recorded at the WJSZ Studios. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Three Point Podcast. And now, all the music I want to hear. Station serving new low throat, Vernon, Maple Rapids, Ovid, Ithaca, Barrington, and a little bitty piece of Lexic. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. It's awesome, yeah. C92.5, the cat. Your number one. Back door. New stuff right there, Maroon 5 Memories. Memories bring back memories that bring back memories of tailgates parties and that. We're about to log in, check in with Ted Fatale. Z92.5, The Castle Live. We are live indeed, and a very nice song there to lead us into this first break. I'm at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. Ted Fatale, and I have a special guest here to start things off. We have Cindy Arthur. She's a store manager at Sage Market in Langberg. And, uh, Cindy, you're also working the hot dogs, the cider, the donuts. you got all kinds of stuff going on here. Yes, I am. Well, tell us about, uh, you know, the excitement that, that, that you have happening here. I mean, got a great turnout of people. we got all kinds of giveaways. we got all kinds of food. Give our listeners maybe in transit here on this Friday why they need to stop over here at the corner of M21 and Main Street in Ovid. Well, we have lots of food and we have um, cake donuts all free for anybody that comes and shows up. And we also have free hot dogs, cider donuts, um, and free drawings. So show up, sign up, and get your name drawn and win a prize. All kinds of great prizes. And uh, also uh, you have uh, a food truck set up out back here. I mean, it's just tremendous barbecue. Pulled pork from Got Smoked Barbecue. I mean, it's uh, 
just a great afternoon for maybe some pulled pork, maybe some cider and donuts. I mean, we got a perfect autumn day here as winter's right around the corner. Yes, we do. Tell us a little bit about uh, your business, Sage Market there in Langford, just down the road. We are a fully stocked grocery store. We have liquor, beer, wine, and a great deli section. Well, how do you know Ed Arthur? That's what I want to know. He's my husband. <laughs> I had to get some clarification on that. Well, he's doing a great job. You know, he's brought out a lot of great helpers and, and people that are interested in Modern Woodman's uh, services. It's a great organization. I'll talk with him a little further about that, but I've been a member over 35 years, so it's, it's just a great group to be a part of. It is. Modern Woodman rocks. Absolutely. Well, there you heard it. Modern Woodman Rocks from Cindy Arthur. And, you know, that's just break number one. We're here for two hours. We'll be here all the way up until a little bit before 6 o'clock. It's our tailgate uh, extra extravaganza here as we have Corona coming into town to take on the Ovidelsi Marauders. I'll be on the play-by-play -play for that game. Bart Matthews will join me. We're going to have a lot of fun. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a Cavalier or a Marauder tonight. Just stop by, right, Cindy? That's right. All right, uh, we'll be back with another break here in just a little bit. I'm Ted Patel, and again, it's local and live on Z92.5. He's a champion dancer, too. <laughs> he might even be busting a move out there at that tailgate. Uh, it's time to check in with Ted Patel, broadcasting live. Z92.5, the castle live. Well, I am broadcasting live and not uh, dancing at the corner here. We're at the corner of M21 and Main Street in Ovid. It is a pregame tailgate block party sponsored by Ed Arthur, Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. All kinds of great things going on. I can't believe the great crowd we have. And maybe sometime after this break, stop on by, tell us you heard it on the radio and say Modern Woodman rocks and uh, we'll hook you up with a prize. As I mentioned, I'm Ted Patel, joined by a special guest, John Kelly. He's the new owner right next door of Simpson's Greenhouse. First of all, welcome to the broadcast and welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about how you made your way over here into the business. Uh, well, uh, after being gone for about 14 years, I moved back to the area and was looking for a new opportunity. Ended up meeting the Simpson brothers. Um, and uh, they were looking to not work seven days a week. And, Aren't uh, we all? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so the more we talked, we ended up uh, entering in a partnership, and uh, I became the new owner this August. So um, not a lot's going to change with us, but uh, a lot of people don't know that we're open year-round. Um, so this year we're growing some of the best poinsettias uh, oh. that we ever have. Uh, we do a lot of different uh, uh, creative things, uh, wreaths and whatnot for Christmas as well as for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and it's just we're, we're really glad to be a part of the community. Uh, thank Ed for uh, hosting this event. And um, we'd like to see you guys out here today. Well, I'll tell you, Ed's a great guy. Ed Arthur, Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. That's where we're at. And Ed's a, a very good neighbor. And I know he appreciated you moving in. And, you know, that's what it's all about when, you, when you're putting on these events and, and in the business he's in, business you're in, you want people to come on in and support the local people. Absolutely. Ed's been great about that and uh, welcomed me as his neighbor here. And uh, like 
the continued support that we get from him and uh, and everybody in the community. Everyone's been great. Uh, uh, you know, I'm originally from Owasso, but you know, here in Ovid, uh, have some family here and whatnot. Everyone's been great and welcoming, and we certainly appreciate that. Well, again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for you know Thanksgiving stuff, Christmas coming up with the poinsettias. Come see John, the new owner of Simpsons Greenhouse. All kinds of good stuff over there. Anything else you wanna wanna point out while you got the microphone? Uh, just note that we're open uh, uh, about 364 days a year. So uh, check our Facebook, and uh, our hours get a little bit more condensed, but we're always there and always have something for you know if it's even if it's a gift in our gift shop. Um, just try to be a uh, a one-stop shop for the local community. All right. Well, we're set right up here at the corner of M21 and Main Street in Ovid. Come on up. Tell me Modern Woodman rocks, and I'll hook you up with a great prize. John Kelly, appreciate you stopping by. And we are here, local and live, on Z92.5. Hi, I'm Scooter. Malone, Young Thug, goodbye, C92.5, the castle, with people riding of the 80s, 90s, and now we've got Ted Patel hanging out, and uh, he's out at the Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Financial Building right there, outside there, they've got the tailgate going on, Corona, Ovid Elsie, pregame, tailgate, tailgate block party, Ted. I'm here, How's I'm the here, party? did I miss my first, did I miss my first cue? How's the party? Party is awesome, and as you mentioned, I'm here at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, and I have one of their key guys here with me, Kyle Grice. And Kyle, uh, got to be pretty happy with the turnout here this afternoon, huh? Oh, oh yeah, we're having a lot of fun out here. A lot of people out here putting smiles on their faces, eating some good food, finally enjoying this fall weather. Oh, it's perfect right now. You know, the weather is going to be, I think, 29 this evening sometime in the you know early hours of the morning but right now it's very pleasant it's a nice autumn evening uh, you know the colors on the trees have turned why not drive on over here to Ovid? we're right at the corner of m21 and main street now tell our listeners we're going to talk a little bit about your business but before we do that tell them some of the reasons they need to stop on by we'll stop out here and, and get some pulled pork sandwiches some cake pops uh, just support the local uh, Lions Club here. There's there's a bunch of stuff going on. We got free donuts and cider, uh, pop, water, anything you can think of, we got it. Just come on out and enjoy yourself. Yeah, we want the Marauders to stop by, and we want some of the Corona Cavaliers on their way to Mark O'Donnell Field this evening. By the way, if you pop on over and listening on the radio, stop by and say, Modern Woodman Rocks, I'm going to hook you up with a great prize here at our table. Now, I was telling you off, off air there, Kyle, that I've been a Modern Woodman member for over 36 years. I bought a whole life policy for my daughter Jessica years ago. It was paid up at the age of 18. I was I was asking you, is that still available, one of the services you offer? Absolutely, absolutely. So we've actually uh, set one up on my own son that he'll be uh, you know, well insured uh, for the rest of his life and we will only pay for it until he's 18 years old. Uh, you can't beat something like that. It really sets them up, gets them uh, you know, in the financial mindset for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and the neat thing about that is you can continue to pay in, right, and it just will continue to grow, compounded. You know, it's, it's amazing how much your money can grow. Absolutely. You know, we're using those things on kids to fund college, to fund down payments on homes, 
to uh, to retire eventually, maybe when they're 60, 65 years old. There's a ton of money involved in that, uh, just for a, a little bit a month until they turn 18. All right, so in a, in a nutshell, a thumbnail sketch, services you offer and how maybe some of our interested listeners can maybe get hooked up with Modern Woodman. You know, anything you can think of that has to do with money, whether it's insurance, annuities, investing, uh, come on out here. Give Ed Arthur a call at Modern Woodman here in Ovid. Uh, we share an office uh, not only here in Ovid but also in Lansing, and there's a, there's a lot of opportunity to, uh, to to do some good not only in the community but in your financial life as well with Modern Woodman. You know, and the other thing before we wrap up this segment is I've been a longtime member, but I also know Modern Woodman have always been great neighbors. They've been very community oriented, and you guys obviously are exactly that. Well, that's you know that one more thing. That's the fraternal side of what we do. Uh, we're able to offer different benefits and, and things in the community. We're a not-for-profit company, um, so any profits that are generated corporately go back to the community and back to its members, and it's, it's really just a great opportunity to get involved in the community and, and also, you know, uh, enhance your financial life. That voice you just heard, Kyle Grice of Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. We're having ourselves a heck of a pregame tailgate block party. Stop by, say, Modern Woodman Rocks. And I'm going to hook you up with a great prize. I'll be back for the next hour or two, all the way up till a little bit before 6 o'clock. So come on out again. Ed Arthur, Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, corner of M21 and Main Street in Ovid. And as always, we're local and live right here on Z92.5. More music. G925, the castle live. Well, welcome to this live remote. I'm at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. I am Ted Patel, and we got a lot of great folks helping us out today, including Sitco Gas Station and Convenience Store over to our right. They supplied all the pop here for this uh, big event today. We also have free hot dogs, cider, and donuts. We have pulled pork. From Got Smoke Barbecue, Cake Pops, and Cake Balls. Captain E-Man loves those. From Cupcake Creations. And we're also going to chat again with John Kelly. He's the brand new owner of Simpsons Greenhouse. Over to my left. And uh, you talked about the poinsettias. That had me kind of intrigued. But some of the other great items you're going to be offering here leading up to the holidays. Well, yeah. We'll be doing a lot of wreaths this year. Um, uh, Rhonda, who works for us, uh, she's extremely talented in uh, uh, putting together all the wreaths and um, just different decorations, as well as grave blankets, um, uh, grave saddles, and things like that. Some things that you know are kind of hard to find in this area. Um, then, plus, we're just plan on you know just having a lot of decorations and having a lot of fun with Christmas. It's a pretty uh, uh, fun time of year, and uh, as a greenhouse, we don't always get to be a part of that, but we certainly are this year. Now, do you, do you uh, carry the, you know, the plantable pine trees that people can use for Christmas trees? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have several different kinds. Uh, they're between four and five feet tall. You can take them in your house, use them as a Christmas tree, um, decorate them up nice, and then uh, you can 
uh, just set it out on the porch till spring, and then have a nice tree to plant. And it's about the same money with no waste. You know, that's a great option for people to consider for sure. And, uh, you know, it's it's green, if you will. Yes. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely awesome. And plus you get a little bit better of a pick a tree. You know, these uh, tree growers are looking to have, you know, the best stuff out there for a Christmas tree. So they're picking the very best um, to provide to us. So you probably get a better pick a tree at this time of year than you may in the spring just based on demand. Well, you know, we're at the end of the growing season, but, you know, I'm going to be optimistic and say, hey, it's not that far to spring. What do do our listeners need to be looking out for once the weather breaks and we get through this hard winter? Uh, Well, here's hoping it's not that hard. So things (laughs) that people planted this year uh, will make it through. But, you know, we just have a lot of stuff. Um, We're a large wholesale grower, and then we have our retail business open to the public. So that allows us to have the biggest variety around, um, the absolute largest quantities of things. Um, And we've been doing it for about 30 years. So we have a lot of experience in growing here. Um, The Simpson Brothers are staying on with our company, and uh, we're going to continue to uh, put out great annuals and perennials. Well, we're talking with John Kelly, the owner of Simpson's Greenhouse, one of the next-door neighbors of Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. Having a great time over here today. you got to be pleased with, uh, you know, the traffic that we've had here. And people, you know, not only can talk with Ed, but they can talk to yourself. Stop on over, see what you have. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we appreciate Ed putting this event together and including us in it. And uh, um, just to have people out, it's a nice day for it before the game uh, to enjoy some great food and uh, just meet and greet everyone and have a good time. All right, John Kelly, I appreciate it. You've been uh, very, very helpful here at this pregame tailgate block party. You know, we're having a lot of fun. And, again, anybody cruising maybe to the game, want to stop on by, just stop by to the Z92.5 table and say, Modern Woodman rocks, and I'll hook you up with a great prize. I'm Ted Patel on this break, and I want to say, again, you're listening to it all local and live on Z92.5. Z925, the castle live. Oh, we are live indeed. I'm Ted Patel here at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. We're at the corner of M21 and Main Street here in Ovid. We've got a lot of fans going by on their way to the football game. Ovid Elsie, the Marauders, and the Corona Cavaliers tee it up again. First time since 20. 2002, believe it or not, always long-time rivals, but it's been a while since they've been at it. Right now, we're going to talk with a man that uh, got me a little dinner tonight from Got Smoked Barbecue, Chad Funnel. Chad, what a what a great setup you have there with uh, the barbecue truck. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We, uh, we enjoy what we do. Tell us a little bit about uh, your business, what kind of food you offer, and I love your uh, your slogan here, we smoke the competition. I like that. Yeah, we're a, we're a competition team originally, now doing a barbecue food truck. Uh-huh. Uh, we uh, specialize in catering, all events, large and small. We uh, have our signature item as a piggy parfait. It's uh, what we call heaven in a cup. It's got pork. Mashed potatoes, pit beans, more pork, topped with smoked bacon, mac and cheese. Oh my goodness, that is that's a real uh, side dish for a for a barbecue. Actually, that that can be a main dish, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's over a pound of yumminess in one 16 ounce parfait cup. Uh, tell us a little bit more about some of the other great items on the menu. We've got uh, our famous ribs. Uh, we were 2017 Team of the Year Kansas City Barbecue Society out of 2,400 teams across the country. Wow! With our ribs. We have a Pig Mac, 
which is uh, is awesome. It's just two scoops of that mac and cheese we talked about earlier. Right. Topped with our pulled pork drizzled in uh, some awesome barbecue sauce. Wow. Well, I know I had a couple barbecue uh, sliders, and that was just outstanding. I don't know where you get your pork, but it was tremendous. Is it the way you, it's probably the way you prepare it, right? Yeah, absolutely. It all comes down to, you know, how long you cook it, the uh, the wood you use, and all your seasonings. Right. That's what it all comes down to. So where are you headquartered out of, Chad? We're now based out of the uh, Lansing area, but we take care of pretty much anywhere in Michigan. I mean, if you want us there, give us a call. We'll come to you. So tell, tell our listeners maybe the best way to get a hold of you. They'll forget a phone number. you got a website, email. What do, you, what do you got going on? Absolutely. You can reach us at Got Smoke Barbecue. That's BBQ.com. Awesome. And like you say, you smoke the competition, right? We do. We smoke the competition. Chad Funnel, we appreciate you stopping by here. I know a lot of people are enjoying uh, your barbecue. We're here at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial having a blast. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for having us out. All right. We got another break coming up before we wrap this remote at a little before 6. And if you want to stop by, pick up a great prize, just come by, say hi to me, say uh, Modern Woodman Rocks, and we'll hook you up with a Z92.5 T-shirt. You're hearing all this local and live on Z92.5. Bad setting. Lovely to bad and broken. Z92.5, the castle. An upbeat variety of the 80s, 90s, and now it's, it's Fiesta Friday, right? So we just need to have a good time. Party, and the parties include tailgate. Who else better to lead a tailgate than the Z92.5 sports guy, Ted Patel, hanging out at Ed Arthur Modern Woman Financial. Ted, how's it going over there? I hear, I hear somebody ready to rock and roll. She's ready to party. Yeah, I got a special guest. She's ready to party. I'll tell you what, she's on a sugar high. We'll say that. I am Ted Patel here at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, and we're uh, we're wrapping up a great two hours of conversation and a lot of fun with some of the people participating here right now. I want to welcome to the Z92.5 table, Megan Thaler of Cupcake Creations. Hi, Megan. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Yeah? Um, I'm doing my free cake. Free cake bite? Yeah. Okay, tell our listeners what they got to do to get that. Uh, you just got to come in, sign up at the door, give Ed your name, and uh, he'll hand you tickets, and you bring them over to me, and you can get chocolate, vanilla, or caramel. Wow. Well, I know you got a lot of great treats over there. Ed was uh, uh, poking me, saying, hey, they got cake pops and cake balls. Tell yeah. me a little bit about those. So those are cake and frosting mixed together, mm-hmm. and you dip them in chocolate, and you can put different sprinkles oh, or decorations on them. <laughs> you got me when you said cake and frosting. That's all it takes for me. I'll tell you what, you got a lot of good stuff over there. Now tell us about your business. So it's been almost 10 years. I used to have two bakeries, and I closed both of those to go mobile. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm licensed for the whole state of Michigan. Well, that's awesome. So when there's something going on, a happening, you're there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Now my, i got to ask for my wife. She's a huge white wedding cake fan. Do you do you make white cake? I do. Yeah, I do. Is white there... cake, white frosting. Oh, that's uh, you don't have any today, do you? The vanilla cake bites is really close. I might have to take a sample of that home to her. It sounds <laughs> very appealing. You know, I miss sweetest day, so this might work for me. I might get a bonus point. Yeah. Now you also told me that uh, you know you've been a modern woodman. Uh, uh, you know. Client. Quiet. That's the word I was looking for for a long time. Tell us about the service you've, you've gotten through uh, Modern Woodman. I have. Um, 
when I was little, my parents got a policy for myself and my brothers. And when I turned 18, I carried it over into my own name. Mm -hmm. And now I have a policy for myself and my husband and our three kids. Well, I know we were talking off air. And I'm like I said earlier in one of the first breaks, uh, I mean, I've been a Modern Woodman member, you know, for over 35 years. I bought one of those policies for my daughter, Jessica, right when she was born. And it cashed out at 18. And I just handed it over to her and said, here, sweetie, you can continue on or you can just hang on to it and cash it in down the road. And, I mean, it's just great that, that, that you know, the best benefits you get and for a great financial deal yeah yeah it's the best package out there you can't can't beat it and you can't beat a guy like ed and his whole group here right yeah yeah <laughs> does a, in free entertainment does a great job we're here at ed arthur modern woodman fraternal financial uh just having a blast yeah. here as we get ready to head yeah. on over to mark o'donnell field any other uh, where, where are you going to be at next megan um, tomorrow, I'm just outside of Ithaca towards Elwell at a horse show called B&W Ranch. They're having a speed show there. It's free entry. You should come and check it out. Well, not only that, for people that maybe want to uh, get a hold of you, do you have a website, uh, email? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? You can email me at Cupcake Creations by Megan at Yahoo.com, or you can find me on Facebook at Cupcake Creations by Megan. Outstanding. Well, we appreciate you stopping by here again. We've had a lot of fun here in Ova today, right at the corner of uh, M21 and Main Street at Ed Arthur Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. You know, you don't need to just stop by when I'm here. Come by anytime. Talk to Ed and his great staff. They'll hook you up. They'll answer any questions you have. And uh, just great guys. Mm -hmm. sure. All right. Just remember, we're uh, local and live on Z92.5. And don't turn the dial. Captain E-Man's got some good stuff going on. And then we'll make our way over to O'Donnell Field for that Corona at Ovid LC football game. Thanks a lot there, Megan. You're welcome. Variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. Z92.5, the castle.